Nailed it. That'll play. Okay. That, that worked. That was one of and the most synchronized the clap syncs we've had ever in our entire existence. Was it really? It's like because we're getting I, better. I, because... I heard like I heard a chorus. It was like I clapped and then I heard like clap, 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 clap. Well, but here's the thing. They were all fairly uh Synchronous. There weren't any outliers. Usually, there's like one person who is way mm. off. It's, so, it's so good me. accuracy is what you're saying. Yeah, uh, high precision. I would say the accuracy is probably also good, but I have to do my science classes proud and differentiate between accuracy and precision. God, you're so of smart. Course. So there you go. So scientific. You're so smart. And on that note. Welcome to this uh, episode 12 of the Internet Football Podcast, a special Thanksgiving edition. Uh, as always, I'm one of your hosts, Stephen, and joining me, as always, is Logan. Hello. Tyler. Hello. And Graham. Good morning, Ohio. Shut the Why Ohio? I don't know. The just, Browns, just because? baby. The Browns, the Browns, baby. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Wait. Eagles. Hold on. I'm trying to think. Is this pending... The game that's about to happen is this the first game that like most of us are happy if i'm pretty uh, happy at the moment yeah. tampa hasn't lost yet. yeah i was gonna wait yeah, yeah. so we're all happy we are all happy i have about 40 more ulcers than i used to but i am happy <laughs> and a few more uh few more areas to clean up ain't i right graham hey oh uh yeah yeah how, how is everyone feeling after their victories great I, honestly uh, i as soon as uh, Rodrigo kicked that through, I drank like a glass of scotch. I was good, good so old, relieved. Good old hot rod Blankenship, huh? Oh my god! Speaking of hot rod, how do you doink a fifty-yarder on the crossbar? Uh, Usually, because it's blocked or into the wind. I think, uh, according, I believe, like, Blankenship had neither of those handicaps. I, I think he I don't actually. Know. Lucas Oil Stadium has great air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> he, I think he actually talked about it on an interview this morning. I think he, he said that his foot, he just caught his foot in the ground, like it just yeah, bad step. I, wow, that sucks. I mean, his long in college was fifty-seven, so I know he can kick it that far. But I mean, it was weird to see. Yeah, it's a, it's odd to see like like it's, you you typically see it off the post, but off the crossbar, it's definitely an interesting one. Yeah, uh, Tyler, how are you doing? Uh, feel great actually. Uh, we were talking before we started recording. Uh, Mayfield completed twelve passes, and that's perfect. He doesn't need to complete any more. Uh, he can complete less, and if we win, I don't care. Uh, I feel like uh, less is better with him. Now I will say it, it was twelve of twenty-two, so I mean it, it's not like stellar numbers, but like it, it, only twenty-two pass, pass plays in that game. Exactly, it's perfect. It's it's literally what the Browns need to do to make it, and they're currently sitting in the fifth seed, well in playoff position. You're in second place in the AFC North. I can't remember in my twenty-five years of existence the Browns being second in the division. They've always been third or fourth. They have never seen Woo, second. We're number two. <laughs> we're number two. <laughs> we're number two. <laughs> well, they are the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> that's staying it's in. It's fitting. It's Solid. fitting. Uh, of course that's staying in. This is the best joke we've made yet. Well, Tyler, I will say this is your team's best start since 1994, as I read today. Wow, that's when they were actually, like, contenders. Very nice. I know, right? <laughs> it's like wow. back, back in the day before... Wait... This is before they got shipped out, wasn't it? Correct. 
Was that their last season before they got shipped? It was 95 their last season, I believe. Okay, 95? so just before, just before. Yeah. Was that, hmm. was was Belichick their coach? That is an excellent question. I can look that up for you. I think so. Yeah, I think Belichick was the coach going out. Or, yeah, I don't think he was. I think that was after his tenure as the Giants <laughs> defensive coordinator. 1994 season. Bill Belichick was your head coach. Yeah, Ugh. that's before he got Brady. <laughs> you're like so suddenly. That, you're like suddenly. This all makes sense. This is this season is Belichick's second greatest disaster. No, wait. Why the Browns and then? You're talking about a team that went 11 and five in '94. What a disaster! Yeah. No, he means being a Browns fan. I think yeah. typically as a head coach, you kind of have to be a fan of the team that you coach. Ah. That's that's fair. Also, we all remember when Belichick was the coach of the Jets for like 30 seconds, correct? Yeah, yep. totally. Uh, it was over about as quickly as Chris Johnson's 40 time. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like, Bill, you're the head coach. All right, I'm outie. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> or was it Josh McDaniel's tenure as a head coach? Like, didn't he, like, pull the same move as Belichick? You know, suddenly that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, that's uh, right. What McDaniel's, wasn't he going to be the Colts uh-huh. head coach? Uh-huh. Yep. Thank you, Josh McDaniel's, for not coming in here. I love my lord and savior, Frank Wright. Oh, <laughs> God, Frank Wright, my sexy man. <clears throat> that sounds like a cult leader's name. Is that right? <laughs> You mean a Colts? Yeah, he's like, oh, this is the Colts. That's, that's oh, what I, I thought. This was the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad y'all picked up on that. Oh yeah. yeah no uh, but wordplay is uh, oft appreciated on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I would uh, drink his Kool Aid every day. You, I think is that you a are right now. For something, <laughs> it would probably just be the one day, and then I'd be dead. But, <laughs> <laughs> that's not Gatorade in those jugs. Jesus. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you're Stephen, gonna go see Jesus. Stephen, <laughs> yes. how are you feeling about? Ah, man, I'm glad they won, but in typical Chargers fashion, you couldn't leave it. Like you just couldn't win convincingly, could you? This is the 0-9 Jets, and you just couldn't win. Like you had to leave it to the last play. Listen, <sighs> the Chargers but have had some rough streaks with winless teams. At least they won. They usually lose no, no, those no. games. No, no, no. That's I'm. I'm sitting here. I'm like, you know, just taking in the positives. Like, of course, it's like, oh man, I, I can't believe. I mean, they looked good. I, I attribute this to, like, the Jets were trying to catch up, you know, and even when they got that last safety, it's like, well, uh, I don't know, you know. Right. It's kind of how two weeks ago, how the Chargers had that like backdoor one score game where they were down convincingly most of the night the dolphins yeah like that game yeah, to where the it's dolphins. Like, yeah like you made it a one score game but honestly i i'd say the chargers had it shout out to as i as, as i dropped in our chat on sunday watching it shout out to the 4d t- chess play of the chargers <laughs> just getting yep. a pick six touchdown <laughs> yeah that was incredible that was well, and they were like on the goal line, fumbled the ball. Next play was a pick six for the Chargers. I, and I love that the safety like ran it back. And he, like, he was celebrating like he just ran like 50 yards. I'm like, you, I think you honestly could have landed in the end zone. I don't think you had to take a step. 
I think you caught it, took one step, and was it in. It was close. He's in like, yeah! I'm like, you... He definitely could have caught it and simply fallen forward, face-planted, and hit the end zone. Pretty Certainly. much. Arms extended. I think he would have broken the plane. Speaking <laughs> speaking of arm ex- arms extended, freaking... That was a controversial call on the Thursday night game. Freaking NFL officiating. What the heck? Like, I'm starting off with a roast. What are you doing? Like, that's serious. <laughs> I remember leading up that, to that call. Can you, in, can oh, you yeah. enlighten the portions of the audience that oh, don't I remember? Sure. Oh, I sure will. This was the drive that led uh, to a Kenyon Drake touchdown. But previous to that, there was a... I Actually, okay. There were a couple calls that I'm saying. I'm like, I don't know. And I think this was the same drive. But it was the DeAndre Hopkins... Like, he got, you know, Quandre Diggs got a personal foul call because Hopkins claimed he hit him in the head when it really was just a good hit, you know? Okay. There was, uh, the one that actually made sense was was Bobby Wagner getting a horse collar. But then Kenyon Drake, like, as he stretched out for the end zone, ball comes loose when he hits the ground. And they still called it a touchdown. I still don't, I don't get why that's okay. Like, Tyler, yeah, like, Tyler, I think you brought up a really good point about this when we were talking about it. That, like, why is it that if the ball in someone's hands bobbles a little bit, that's not a catch. But flying into the end zone, like, it, the ball hit the ground and it got loose. So, by definition, you did not con- have possession the entire time. Right. And yet, that still counts. It's like, receivers get screwed over on that every single time because they can't even move it, like, a millimeter in their hands without being like, oh, he didn't have control of the ball. But, uh, like, either running backs, you know, the ball, like, fumbles, like, across the goal line and they score. Or uh, otherwise, like, a quarterback run, they can run straight out of bounds. But if they put their hand and they stretch out across the pylon, it's a score. Like, I don't know. Receivers just get screwed over in that sense. Right. I guess the difference is when you run the ball, you already have possession of it. So the instant the ball touches the goal line, it's a touchdown because it has crossed the plane with possession. And I guess with a receiver, you need to establish possession, which includes completing the process of the catch. But in my opinion, if you firmly possess the ball after getting two feet inbounds, that's a touchdown. Yeah. All this, like, oh, did he complete the process of the catch? Doesn't matter. Possession, two feet, touchdown. Oh, that is the most exhausting sentence in sports. Just mentally draining. Complete the process of the catch. I know, right? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Des Bryant fans, anyone? Yeah, Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Calvin Johnson. It must Calvin suck Johnson. to be Calvin Johnson, to have this rule named after you. After being such a great athlete your entire career, and all you're known for is the guy who introduced these controversial is it a catch, is it not a catch rules. Mm-hmm. That was absolutely a catch. Both of those were catches. Correct. It's ridiculous that they were both overturned. Uh, how, how dare the NFL. How dare they. I'm yeah. not even a Cowboys fan. I actively root for them to lose, and that was a catch. We're all fans of good sportsmanship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a fan of good sports, and that's why I'm not a Cowboys fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, before right. we get to our new batch of games, uh, I guess I kind of gave a shout-out, but I'll start off with the official my official shout-out, and that would be to Carlos Dunlap II, making an immediate impact on that Seahawks defense. They looked incredibly... Like, they played incredibly well on thursday 
and just the fact that you got the game-winning sack. It just he, he I think he's revitalized that like front line. So another great mid-season pickup by the Seahawks. Uh, Graham, do you have one? I do. I actually have two. Okay. Uh, well, I have one shout out for two people. Shout out oh, to AJ works, Green for uh, scoring his first touchdown since October 28th of 2018. Oh my well done, God. sir. Shout out to Le'Veon Bell for his first touchdown since November 17th of 29th. That's a long wow. time. God. I didn't yeah. think he had been that long scoreless. Yeah, I mean, he didn't... A.J. Green's last touchdown was week 8 of 2018. Gee. And 2018? Yeah, 2018. Yeah, he was he hurt all, most of last year. That's what it he was. All of 2019. And he still took 11 weeks to get his first touchdown this year. So it has been a long time. I would have kept that football. Like, yeah. I'm not spiking that one. And it's like, nope, I'm back. <laughs> it's been a long time for both of those two. Congrats on finding the end zone again, boys. Yeah. Uh, Logan, how about we move on to you? Shout out to the Los Angeles Rams for holding Tampa Bay scoreless this week. <laughs> I'm making a prediction here. This is a shout-out in advance. Uh, Very good defense. You've held Tom Brady. All the Tom Brady haters love you this week. Very well-played gentlemen. Oh, my God. team of the NFL right there. Another situation. I believe this will be our third episode where there will be a game going on in the background. As we record, and correct. the second time where there's a Bucks game in the background. Yeah. Oh my God, you're right. It's almost like we <laughs> plan this sort of thing. We don't, but I mean, we don't. We don't. But it just you could think happens. that. From a probability standpoint, it is fairly unlikely that we would record not only two game with the same team in it, but also they happen to be one of our teams. <laughs> we don't want Logan's pain to be captured on tape at all. This is purely coincidence. None of our other teams have the caliber to be featured on primetime so much, Logan. I mean, neither does Tampa. We just have Tom Brady. I know. <laughs> the Col- the that... Colts don't have a single Sunday or Monday night game this year. Well, Colts don't have Tom Brady. I think the Colts actually played correct. their one primetime game already. Like, I think you're yeah, done. It was our Thursday, yeah, was Thursday night Day. game against the Titans a week and a half ago. I've been there before. <laughs> and that's all you get this year. Yep. And that was Tampa for... A while. And, and enjoy it, Graham. You. you went 1-0. Ah, thank God. You're undefeated. Uh, primetime champ. Super Bowl, baby! God. <laughs> Alright, Tyler. How about your shout-out? Um, I have a quick one about tonight's okay. game. Uh, tonight's Monday Night Football game is the first time in NFL history where it's been an all-black officiating crew. They oh, made yeah. a point on there, so... Pretty cool. Shout out to all those referees. Very cool. Uh, shout out to you, ref. Yeah, it's shout about out to time. you. And then, uh, kind of a weird one. Uh, Dolphin safety Eric Rowe had 10 total tackles, uh, seven of them being solo, and a fumble recovery against the Broncos. So he had himself a hell of a game. Shout out to him. Wow. That, well that is a good game. Yeah. Can I make one last shout out? Okay. Sure, why not? Shout out to the Colts. <laughs> offensive line you better turn in your run the damn ball hat because that two minute drill last night was insulting i don't blame the refs at all all of those were good calls you guys were fucking awful get your shit together work on your blocking this week 
<laughs> you're... I would argue on that series that was more a case of the refs were just like, well, we we can call this penalty that we wouldn't usually call because there's an old saying, you can call holding on every play in the NFL. They try to. Like, I mean... And the refs were like, hey, what would happen if we actually did that? And it turns out what would happen is holding on every single play. It uh, I, it broke my brain at one point. I was, I was in disbelief. I've never seen it before. I, I've yeah, never. I had seen neither. A flag and on I'm a like eight fan. of nine plays. Terrible. Uh, before we move on to our uh, game talks this week, I just wanted to give a a quick, you know, one last like shout out slash like thoughts um, to Joe Burrow. Um, <sighs> heck of a rookie yeah. season. You hate to see. Uh, him go down to injury like that, you know, I, I hope he makes a full recovery and is uh, that the Bengals use their draft wisely. And as Graham has mentioned before, uh, stock up mm-hmm. on that O-line. Get get the best of offensive lineman and then get two more. Yep. And then get one yep. more just to be safe. <laughs> yeah, I would be disappointed if the Bengals spend any fewer than three picks in this upcoming draft on offensive linemen. Or... I guess they could get some in free agency mm-hmm. or however you do it. I don't care how you do it. Get it, a couple if, of linemen who you can develop and get a couple who can help him right now. Right. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, if if you don't use your top pick on an offensive lineman, I will question where this franchise is going. And with the Bengals in particular, even before Burrow went out, the Bengals were probably going to have a pretty high draft pick. Yeah. They yes. can they will probably end up with the ability to draft the best offensive lineman on the board. Like, Probably. I don't know what other team who is above them is going to want anything other than, like, a quarterback or a skill position player. So, um, it really, it's it's their market at this point. Because the Jags want a quarterback. The Jets, I assume, want a quarterback. Unless they're just going to pair somebody else with Mekhi Becton. You know, which doesn't seem smart, but they could. If the season ended today, the Bengals would have the third pick. So, I yeah. agree. And it's it's the Jags and the Jets above them. And then let's say one of the NFC least teams finishes above them in terms of the draft, you know, drafting before them. I mean, I, I don't know which of those teams would want an alignment before a skill position player for the Eagles or probably a defender for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. If I'm... And, if yeah. I'm the Bengals, I'm starting the long snapper as quarterback for the rest of the year. <laughs> I'm ending I'm ending the year with two wins and hoping to God the Jags can somehow eke out two wins. Because <laughs> Oh here's an idea. Check this out. They only run Wildcat the rest of this season. Bro. No quarterback. They could accidentally score. You could run the Wildcat with Gio Bernard, because I believe Joe Mixon's sure. still out. <laughs> Sure, T. Higgins. Uh, who Sammy, else they got there? Sammy. Anybody? Ryan. Yep, take him too. <laughs> uh, AJ Green is now your new quarterback. Yep, done it. <laughs> done. Book it. I just want Ryan Finley to come in and just run every play, so like a quarterback draw. <laughs> um, I'm I'm afraid that Tyler, like Tyler, I'm afraid that Ryan Finley is going to have to run because that offensive line has not been good this season. <laughs> well. He can run forward, not backward and left and right. Sure, forward, backward, side to side. He's going to be running all over the place. 
getting that cardio. He's going to rack up a ton of run yards that just won't show up on the stat sheet. It's going to be like... And Ryan Finley ran a half marathon and gained two <laughs> rushing yards. <laughs> That's something that only next-gen stats will pick up. How cool would that be, though, to see the number of yards each player runs in a given football game? I would um, love for them to track that like they do for soccer. Well, so they do that. You can. Someone had to be up and like committed to that because you can see. Like, I mean, we always go back to the DK play, but like you can when they show like the chart, right. it'll tell you like they he track ran, the length run. Yeah, it's like where right. yes, he stopped. Like the Buda Baker ran back like an eighty-nine yard interception return. But DK ran like 110 yards because of his position, just how he had to catch up. So right. you can do that, but it would be that'd be one of those stats where it's like it'd be ah, cool. Like it's not like it's not going to help their, it's not going to help or hurt someone's case. It just would be an interesting stat to see. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, with that out of the way, it is time for, uh, like I said at the top of the episode, our, our Thanksgiving special. Um, if Ooh. you've been following along and. You might have noticed that we don't talk Thursday night games um, during our segments just because of normally when we record and just the timing. We want to make sure that we aren't talking too much in the past. Um, Until today. Oh, yeah, see. <laughs> so we decided to make up for that and just talk about all the Thursday games. That's right. Every single one of our games will be talking about uh, the matchups you will be seeing on Thanksgiving if you care to watch it. We apologize for two of these games. Yeah, I'll yeah. Yeah, we got two, two little like mini games, and then like a semi home run ball at the end. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like a a fight night where it's the undercard and then it's the title fight at the end. Mm-hmm. Do your do your best to time up your naps so that you sleep through Washington Dallas and wake up for Baltimore Pittsburgh. Exactly. Yeah. Eat eat that early dinner. Go to sleep. Wake up for the Saints. The Saints, hello. The Steelers and the Ravens. Right. You you <laughs> plan it out perfect. So, like, you you have your, like, dinner during Houston, Detroit. I know it's super early, but you can have lunch. It's fine. And then mm-hmm. you That's sleep. That's what you do on Thanksgiving. Right. Then you sleep Washington, Dallas, and then you're up all night. Ravens, Steelers. And how much of a bummer would it be if the Ravens-Steelers game is not good? <laughs> it's um, going to be unfortunate. We'll see how this goes, but let's start with uh let's start with that morning game, the averagest of the games, I guess. <laughs> I agree. Uh, the most middle of the road. Yeah. yeah. This is like, okay, so it is Houston visiting Detroit. I will start this off by asking a question: If you had to equate this game to like a dish at Thanksgiving, or like a food item, Ooh. what do you what do you think this game is? Because I'm thinking very middle of the road, like. I'm thinking like cornbread, right? Yeah. Something that's good, but not something that you like reach to first. It, yeah. It's sort of like it's a decent compliment, but you're not gonna eat a ton of it just by itself. See, it, uh, it, I'm gonna change my answer then because cornbread is actually good enough. Yeah. Say, like, if, if we're going off of that, I'm thinking this is like the stuffing. Like I don't stuffing I, can be okay. I'm thinking like mashed potatoes without the gravy. Yeah. Okay, that's what yeah, I'm thinking. That's fair. Yeah. I was like, if you are about to start talking crap about nope. mashed potatoes. <laughs> I know. It was gonna this whole thing was gonna derail. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm not a huge fan of eating potatoes in general because any form of potato, potato chip, french fries, mashed potatoes, it's just a vehicle for everything on top of the potatoes. 
Mm. You don't eat French typically. You don't eat French fries because you like the potato. You eat French fries because you like the salt and the ketchup. You don't eat mashed potatoes because you like plain ass potatoes. You eat it because you like gravy and the butter and all the other stuff on top of it. To me, this Lions Texans game is plain, nothing added mashed potatoes. Not even salt. I'm not even adding salt to this game. Eh, maybe a little bit of salt. Just, no, just not dash. much. Not <laughs> enough dash. to really do any heavy lifting. That, that's yeah. like the dash of salt is Deshaun Watson in this game. Just, just a dash. Oh, okay. Yeah. C- correct. That's fine. I take it back. You're right. You're right. He's he's the little pizzazz on top. They're like, oh, we like the, we, mm. we got Texans Lions, and they're like, ooh. When we're like Deshaun ooh. Watson, we're like, oh. Yeah, this is like the mm, ugh. This it. Eh. <laughs> and then that little bit of salt comes in, and you're like, eh, okay, I can maybe eat one more bite of this. <laughs> I think I can handle this. Yeah, like on your first plate when you just get a little bit of everything before you decide what you're going back for seconds for, this is the little oh. bit of it's like, okay, I had it, but I'm not going back for seconds on that. Right. Exactly. I call so. that vegetables. <laughs> uh, don't uh, you yeah. talk shit about green bean casserole. Green bean casserole is delicious. Oh, green bean casserole. Yeah. No, he's he's talking like the other vegetables. Like for some reason, someone brought like a veggie Corn. tray. Corn. Yeah, right. The veggie tray appetizer. <laughs> You only want it for the ranch. That's correct. You, you take one baby carrot with like a pound of ranch on it. You're like, yes. Uh, now you're talking my language. Please, Tyler didn't mention Big Red. Oh, with oh. a Big Red to wash it down. Ooh. Man, now I'm yeah. hungry. At your local H-E-B. We'll get through this as fast as possible so that you can have a nice dinner. How about that? I've already eaten dinner. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, but yeah, so this is... So, in terms of this game, uh, I wanted to do a little bit of history of why the heck Detroit always like plays on Thanksgiving. You know? Because this is actually the team that has played the most Thanksgiving day- games in the history yep. of the NFL. You know, dating back more to... More than the Cowboys. Oh, much always. more than the Cowboys. No, yeah. so, so the Cowboys actually sit at second with 52 total games on Thanksgiving. The Lions have 80. Like, they've been playing this game for a long time. Can I... I was going to say, can I interrupt and say how many of those 80 games were wins? Uh, I I have no waiting for one. I have that. I have that set, actually. But I'll get through it. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So, the reason that the Lions always host Thanksgiving is because uh, George A. Richards, one of their previous owners, began the uh, tradition because it was a gimmick. He literally just wanted to get fans in the stands. So he's like, why don't we just make it special and like host on Thanksgiving? And because he owned a radio station, he made a deal with NBC at the time to get their games broadcasted. Wow. So wow. this like, because, so why? Because the owner was rich and he had connections. Yep. It really proves to me that if you're the first person to do something, you can get away with so much shit that just would not fly like 50 years later. Right. Well, it's there's like, oh, yeah, I just, you know, I, I, I talked to the guy at NBC, which at the time I'm sure was like a startup radio company, and they just let me broadcast all the games on all their towers, and now uh, they just haven't told me to stop. Holy shit, someone's robbing a bank for the first time ever? That makes sense. We should probably stop them. Jeez. What? What's, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, since sir? they started, who's going to stop them from robbing banks? It's like, no sir, one. what's a robbery? Um, It's where, huh. Someone just That's what I'm doing right now, bitch. Give me the money. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you if you don't give me the money. 
Well, that seems like a fair trade. <laughs> you know what? I like breathing. Here you go. <laughs> I don't really need a bullet in my lung right now. Yeah, you can just take all my money. That man's an innovator right there. Which, to be fair, is pretty... It's the equivalent of what this Lions owner did to NBC. It's like... But for some reason, the guy said yes. It's like, you mm-hmm. will put on all of my horrible football games on this <laughs> arguably the worst team ever in the history of this league. Logan. And the guy was like, we'll do it. Logan, you're not wrong. I mean, so because in 80, so in 80 games total, they are at a 37-41-2 record. They have a losing record on That's Thanksgiving. That's not bad, though. For the Lions, I expected it to be like 21-58. And two, but you're, whatever. but we're also including the times before Super Bowl and like you know before they really well, yeah. got bad. I mean, you got some Barry Sanders well, years in there. They, they've been pretty bad in many, several different generations. They, they actually had to, in doing research for this, they had to get like an extension because during their 0 and 16 season, people were furious that this game was going to be on Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I don't blame them. And justifiably so. The Titans beat them 47 to 10. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, it was an off day for the Titans. Yeah. 47? But, like... That's it. Did you just say the Texans beat them? Titans. Titans. Oh, Titans. Okay. However, Graham, thank you for the segue, because while this this will be the Lions' 81st game, this will only be Houston's second Thanksgiving bl- game. Woo! Their solo, their one game on Thanksgiving before was back in 2012, a 34 to 31 overtime win versus the Detroit Lions. Wow! <laughs> That's right. It's a repeat, baby. I really uh, hope I it. it's a repeat in the same exact and, score with an overtime. And to give you some context, because I mean, this makes sense because. You know, they talk about, like, which teams get to play on Thanksgiving because the Lions and the Cowboys always seem to get to host. There's only so many teams that can play them, and it typically ends up being a uh, division rival just to boost the ratings. So, like, teams, like, in the AFC typically don't get to play a lot on Thanksgiving. Uh, That was the case until NBC started doing the third game. What's interesting, you know, to give context, because these teams only play each other once every four years, and because Detroit has to host, this can only happen once every eight when they played the first time, Matt Schwab was the quarterback oh for the Texans. Whoa. Mr. Schwab. So it's been a, a million years. He threw for twenty. He was twenty nine of forty eight for three hundred and fifteen yards, uh, one touchdown, one interception. Stafford was the quarterback Holy at the time. Fuck. Damn. Yeah. Oh, I'm Graham. I think I like. Let me get to it. I think I know what you found. Stafford yeah. did play in this game. He went thirty one for sixty one, for four hundred and forty one yards. <laughs> Two touchdowns, no interceptions. <laughs> but the big storyline in this one was the receiver battle. As Graham yeah. loves, as Graham loves to put it, the battle of the Johnsons. It oh, was yeah. Calvin Johnson versus Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson, yeah. Calvin finished with eight receptions for 140 yards, one touchdown, <laughs> and Andre finished with nine receptions for 188 yards, Holy no touchdowns. That's all right. It like it like, listen like I, Arian Foster was the running back for the Texans at the time and, oh, wow. uh huh nice. and Drake Bell was the running back for the Lions I'm, but I'm sorry honestly, did you say that just, Drake Bell? Joik Bell. 
Joy. Got it. I think it's Joy. I was like Drake Bell. Joy. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he found a way. Stop. <laughs> he found a way. Thank and you. And now it's been demonetized. <laughs> we it's all money. right. We can, we can keep our sponsorship with EGB. <laughs> No, Steven, we don't make money. That's why we've been demonetized. <laughs> Good point. We I'm were... pretty sure I'm the reason we've been demonetized. No. Probably. No, Graham, I've cut most of your antics out. <laughs> Audience, you can ignore that. You've never heard Graham's worst jokes by a mile. <laughs> no. To, compared to what we have heard outside of this podcast, this is mild for him. If you... <laughs> If you ever hear a Graham joke in this podcast and you're like, ah, that was kind of distasteful, that was the eighth worst joke Graham told in that podcast. It's, it's the equivalent of a of a bit of mashed potato with just a hint of salt. Like, you have not gotten the full, the fully loaded oh, mashed potato. No, nothing. Graham no is gravy. like eating eight raw potatoes, <laughs> like taking a bite out of it like it's an apple. And you have the mashed potatoes with a little bit of salt made with that little bit of cream and mashed up. And you're like, mm, ew, this isn't that great. Trust me, it got it was worse. It was worse at one point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, but these two teams are very different. I mean, a lot changes in eight years. Now the Texans are on to their new franchise quarterback. <laughs> However, the Lions are still on their last one. They're still on their previous one. Uh, and I... We'll be honest, we could have had a good receiver battle. We could have. Or we just could have had one dominant receiver in this game. But once again, thank you, Bill O'Brien. Thank, thank you, you, Bill O'Brien. <laughs> now DeAndre Hopkins will never know what it's like to play on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Maybe. One day. But just in terms of like what this game's looking at, you're... Man, uh, looking to... La- like, oh, I mean, we didn't even shout it out, but thank you, Texans. For ensuring that the Patriots are four and six going into this week, uh, thank you. Yeah, thank uh, you. Well you're played. the greatest. <laughs> thank right, you, see, people. opening opening up that roof uh, really helped. It paid off. <laughs> Told you. It was like, why would you do? Why would you never open it? Oh, it's just to mess with the Patriots. Had to be. <laughs> uh, but meanwhile, we sometimes open it every two years when we face the Patriots. Sometimes, not every time, but sometimes. But meanwhile, while the Texans uh, had a solid game against uh, a pseudo-rival, Lions did not look good. You were facing a backup quarterback in P.J. Walker, a backup running back in Mike Davis. Robbie Anderson didn't even have that good of a game, and you got blanked. (laughs) Like, yeah, zero. Like, I don't – I think this is one of Stafford's, like, only shutouts. I don't think it's really happened to him much. It's not often. As bad as, I mean, even I would say like the worst team in the league ever still typically puts up some manner of score. Right. Especially against a team that is as pretty average to not great as the Panthers have been this season. It's rare for even bad teams to put up no points against other bad teams. Right. Which yeah. just, you know, and, and it just kind of begs the question, what happened? Like, I, I noticed that right. DeAndre Swift must have been out because he was not on the stat line. Yeah. He was out. But Wait, still, I mean, they still had... I think Carrion Johnson was still in the game. Carrion uh, Johnson okay. no, had... No, yeah, he, he had... Carrion Johnson had uh, six... Carrion <laughs> Johnson had six carries for 17 yards. What? Oh. So he was in the game. Meanwhile, Adrian Peterson was the team's leading rusher at seven carries for 18 yards. Jeez. Ouch. Oh, right. Carrion I, uh, Johnson, I was thinking I, with my bad. 
I did find it. Uh, it was it's the first time Stafford has been yeah. shut out in his career. Wow. Yeah. Woo. It, the last time Detroit was shut out in a game was October 18th, 29th, or October 28th, 2009, actually. Uh, it was 26 to nothing against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, does anyone want to take a guess of who the Lions quarterback was? Dante Culpepper. Was Dante oh, wait, Culpepper. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wow. Nice. Well done. Paul Steven, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I actually will, like, I believe I read that earlier. That was like, Tyler found, I'm guessing it was the ESPN Stats and Info. Uh, Is that where you got your source from? No, it was somewhere else. Oh, okay. I just found I, Google search. I've, I follow that on like Twitter. That uh, that stat him. did pop up. I was sitting there I'm like, okay, shut out. Dante Culpepper. Okay, that name like clicks in my head. <laughs> so I won't take full credit for just like good memory. At least I remembered a tweet from 24 hours ago. So yay. <sighs> Well done. For memory, uh, I had no idea Culpepper played for the Lions. So, yeah, that was on the back half of his career. <laughs> Seems to be an NFC North tradition: you play for one team for a good long time, and then for some reason you transfer over to your rival. Yeah. So, um, Aaron Rodgers as a Chicago Bear win. No. <laughs> My God! If the Bears had Rodgers, they would probably have won like seven games already this season. <laughs> As opposed to their five. Well, yeah. Man, I know that Detroit has the uh, monopoly, obviously, on these games, but it does beg the question. Like, I, I do find it interesting when they add a team that like you wouldn't expect. Because I think growing up, I saw a lot of like Lions versus rival. You know, I don't. Yes. And maybe it's just because I wasn't paying attention that much as a kid, but like I feel like it's only been in recent years that the, the Lions have played someone else. You know. Well, uh, you did just mention that it was all divisional games up until the third game was introduced. Well, no, no, not all. Like it's very common. Like I think what they were saying is, uh, they were saying that the AFC North in this thing actually like had a had issues playing on Thanksgiving just because like how the timing lined up and they only like it's not that they only played them but they wanted them to mostly play. I think, looking back... I can see that being the case. The last... divisional games are usually closer than non-divisional games, I would say, on average. Especially if your team's as bad as the Lions, you kind of need that divisional advantage. Mm-hmm. So, the last time that the Lions played a non-division opponent was back in 2015, when they beat the Eagles 20, uh, 45-14. to 14. Ooh, Wow. But then the last time... But then the last time the Lions played an AFC opponent was this tw- 2012 uh, Texans game. So they typically keep it. Although, and then, but going back a little bit further, they did play the Patriots in 2010. Patriots stomped them 45 to 24. So, but they typically they know what's going to work with Lions fans. You know, it's like I mean, it's a t- it's a chance for the team to get a little bit of spotlight. You know, because it, with a team that or has had a history of just very mediocre and sad to say because this is a team with a lot of history you'd think they would have had some success in the Super Bowl era not even like a lick of success it feels like what do you mean they've won a playoff game what more do you want from them (laughs) I would think at least an NFC championship appearance at some point maybe Mm. you know like 
That's asking for an awful lot. Yeah. I want to bring up one quick thing. Go ahead. Uh, in on November twenty fifth, nineteen sixty five, there were two Thanksgiving Day games. the The Baltimore Colts versus the Detroit Lions ended in a twenty four twenty four tie, and the Buffalo Bills played the San Diego Chargers in a twenty to twenty tie. Wow! Ooh, Chargers! Whoa! <laughs> there were two ties on Thanksgiving. That's, that's incredible. I feel like that's the equivalent of like getting hyped up for something. You're like, ah, ah. I think that's the equivalent. <laughs> I think that's the equivalent of just like having the Thanksgiving dinner and immediately passing out before dessert. Like, just what happened? <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. They all ate before the game and they got like that turkey coma. No, please. It, I wouldn't eat. I want that turkey leg at the end. Are you kidding me? Do you guys remember that? Like, <laughs> they yeah. Like, yeah. They literally oh. give just a giant turkey leg. I remember growing up and being like, I want that turkey leg. <laughs> I know. Man. <laughs> Tried to eat one as a kid. It, that did not work. There are a lot of tendons in a turkey leg. No, it, it's not that it... There it, are. It's just, it's a lot of dark meat, too. Like, it's, it's not even the fact that it's like, oh, I can't chew through this. It's that, like, halfway through the stinking thing, I was like... Oh man, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of meat. Yeah, it's, it's a, lot a lot of lot. weird turkey legs. Like, pretty big bone fragment. Sometimes, if you chew the bone, that happens a lot more often. Listen, sometimes but you get that you soft bone though. Yeah, that's true. That'll happen. What? What did happen? I just said that will happen. Okay, I, th- I thought soft you said what happened in a turkey leg. <laughs> I thought you said what happened. I'm like, what? I don't know. Did Brady throw a pick six already? <laughs> the game hasn't even started yet. <laughs> He's getting there. Well, here it comes. He's warming up. He's already throwing passes to Antoine Winfield. <laughs> Listen, this this pewter pewter jersey. That's what you're looking for. Pewter, not bone. Oh God, I just said that. <laughs> I think the bone jerseys look good. I, the no. haters, I don't agree with them. I Logan, you stand alone at least in my eyes, just because it just is not. <sighs> oh, sorry, it's not action. It's not green. Hey, they're <laughs> undefe- those look great. Hey, they're un- <laughs> listen. The action green with the navy pants is the winning combo. The complete. It, it, they all look like tra- it, the color is so bad. On that action green, it's offensive to my eyes. I'm 0 and 7 watching that because I have to look at them for three and a half hours. And the Seahawks are 7 and 0 and winning in them. So ha. Well, yeah, because their opponents laugh themselves into a coma every game. It's like, ha, they don't even have real jerseys. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Russell Wilson's already put up four touchdowns on us. <sighs> I just... Th- honestly, looks good. It's just off-white. It's basically white in the shade. If you were going to have an off-white jersey, why is there a pure white patch on there? That's what I'm... Like, that's what bugs me most about it. That's what you're complaining about? Yes. And the fact that they went with, like, a weird oh. highlighter stripe on the pants. They just uh, Rams missed an opportunity. Just like every other team in the league has a stripe on their pants. This one literally looks like you took you a thin. Like this one literally looks like you took a thin highlighter and just like ran it down the leg. Well, their color's yellow. We're care. off topic. I, I, I really don't understand the hate. It looks good. Navy blue, yellow, and off white is a very good color combination. But it's not I, even. I don't understand why people hate it. Sure, but it's not navy blue. It's royal blue, soul yellow, and uh, and bone. And it looks good. I mean, I, I really, I, I don't understand the haters. I. It looks I, good. There are three very pleasing colors, and they all go well together. I don't want to butt in, but who could butt in? It's all getting cut anyway. The Browns jerseys are the worst. Who, who 
looks at a team and goes, what colors should this team be? And they go, how about orange and brown? And they're like, Somebody just threw that pumpkin in the mud. That looks kind of good. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. And then my high school decided to go, oh, those are pretty good colors. Let's do it. So my high school colors were were orange and brown. My dog took a shit all over these uniform designs. They were all orange, and now they're orange and shit brown. I'll turn it in anyway because I don't have time to redo it. The execs looked at it, and they're like, oh, these smell bad, but they look pretty good. <laughs> Tyler, what you're telling me is that there were two institutions that decided that orange and brown were good colors together. Yeah, and they're both in Ohio. What's who'da, the other one? Who'd have fucking thought? The Bengals? No, we... Literally Tyler's High School and the Cleveland Browns. Oh, and the Bengals, which are also... Hey. I guess they're orange and black, that's but black they look orange. really similar. Oh, It's for pretty sure. similar. Orange and dark brown does not look that distinct from orange and black. And it's because, fun fact, it's because Paul Brown, who started the Browns, got fired from his job because Art Modell's a giant piece of shit. <laughs> and he essentially started the Bengals as well. I love it. So he's like, yeah, I like the look of my old team. I'm just going <laughs> to recreate this new team and look basically the same as before they added the like the tiger stripes and it was just orange and brown again. How, how much time have we wasted talking about this? <laughs> Who cares, but it's all getting cut. I know, and but we... this one can run a little long. This is going to be the easiest edit on the planet. It's just going to be chopping at five minutes. <laughs> can we just it's gonna agree be easy. that uh, what I posted in Discord, uh, the Denver Broncos alternate jerseys and the pick pittsburgh Steelers uh inmate uniforms are easily the worst oh agreed yeah i didn't even recognize those as the broncos i Actually, know I, I didn't either i had to look it up i submit yeah, those aren't good i the submit inmates look uh, like trash. i submit one more that the uh the packers alternate jersey is awful oh yeah it's not good yeah like the yellow with like the weird it's not a navy blue but it's a dark blue yeah yeah, it's well, it's it's like a navy yellow and then like tan pants. <laughs> like, yes, tan. I forgot about the tan pants. Yeah, that, it's just yeah, not it good. doesn't look good. The tan but pants are so odd. But I, but it's there's no denying that the bumblebee jerseys are the literal worst thing to come in the NFL. They are the worst. And I, yes, I'm including the creamsicles in there. I mean, as far as jerseys are concerned, probably the worst. I would say in terms of worst ever to enter the NFL, I think is debatable. Here's three quick hot takes. I think the Giants should go back to, like, the Giants written out on their helmet, because I think that looks way better. Uh, mm. And I think right. I think the best, like, clean jerseys that I've seen are just the Colts jerseys. I think that blue color is very nice, and with the white... I love that. They just look fresh. Tyler, I... I'm glad someone else thought about it because I every time I see a Colts game, I'm like, those actually look very clean and like aesthetically yeah. pleasing. Like it, yeah. There's just the simplicity yep. of it, you know. Uh, until they change the number pattern, and then it's going to look awful. But like right now, looks good. Don't mess with it. <laughs> Have to agree, and I'm excited when I finally get a Quentin Nelson Colts jersey. Oh mm. God, I want one too. We'll be Despite twinsies. his many holding penalties this week. <laughs> All right, and there were a lot, so at least three. But yeah, so Picks. this uh, 
I don't know this uh, this rematch of an eight, you know rematch of Thanksgiving past. I'm interested to see how this goes. If for no other reason than like I'm, I don't know. Like a football on Thanksgiving is a tradition. You know, I just love to watch it. It doesn't even necessarily matter who is there. Shoot, I made. I just kept up a 60-minute story of how David Blau was the next coming of Detroit quarterbacks last year because <laughs> they were on their third string. Oh, I remember There's always that. just something fun about it. Um, David but Blau. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> his, his college was great. His college career was great. Not so much the NFL. Yep, that'll happen. I mean, yeah, that that's more often than not. But yeah, as it stands right now, uh, matchup predictors only giving the Texans a 56% chance of winning. I think that's just a testament of how just, I mean, you're talking, I'm sure when they were thinking about this, they were thinking like, okay, maybe a 500 Detroit Lions facing uh, probably seven and three Texans, you know, like something close. And they got one of them kind of. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like, you look at these two teams, like, if you had told me at this point, it's just like, hey, the Lions are four and six. I'm like, I believe that. <laughs> and, then, and then you turn around and be like, and then the Houston Texans are three and seven. I'm like, what? With Deshaun Watson? Yeah, and, and the Bears are the better team in this matchup. I'm sorry, the Lions are the better team in this I know. matchup. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, I, was like, I was like, what? How are the Houston Texans with DeAndre Hopkins and like all their, actually, we have to tell you something. <laughs> it's like, <Yeah>. oh, no. <laughs> Oh no. Is he okay? Oh, yeah, he's thriving. <laughs> he, he he's doing really well in red. Yeah. Well, wait, what? <laughs> you mean red and blue, right? Nope. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, for all intents and purposes, even with the Texans' record, I don't think their complement of receivers has been awful. But I'm also in the camp of how we talked about the Bengals need to use their first pick on a lineman. Houston needs to use their first pick on a receiver. The best receiver you can get. Oh, yeah. Col- uh, Colts, yeah. too. <laughs> but, yeah, if uh, I was like, I'm, good way to kick off Thanksgiving-ish. Again, the most yeah, average of the good. Games. Yeah, I, was I like, wouldn't it, say an average. Good. acceptable. Yeah, it it's acceptable compared to what's coming up next. And if we're ready to go uh, for what's next, I'm ready to make a pick. <laughs> yes. Uh, I guess I'm down. I am too. Blech. Uh, <laughs> block. I'm taking David Bloch. <laughs> He's not playing that we know of. I don't care. I'm taking David Bloch. <laughs> All right. That's, that's one pick for David Bloch as the winner. That's more controversial than our tie pick last week. He's not playing with the Lions, so it's a win for him. <laughs> All right. Um, Graham, how about we start with, like, Graham, let's start with you. Who do you got in this game? God, I don't want to do it. I just, ugh, God. <laughs> it's going to be the Texans. <laughs> I don't want them to win. Listen, sometimes you just have to go against it. I know. We'll get through this together. Uh, Logan, how about you? Uh, I'll take the Texans by, like, eight points. Enough for it to technically be a one-score game and on paper to be like, oh, man, yeah, that must have been an okay Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day game, but, like, it's going to be a two-score difference the whole 
day. Yeah. And uh, not even particularly close. I'm taking the Texans. Um, Tyler, how about you? Part of me really wants David to go Blatt. with the Lions. Uh, part of me does. But I think I'm going to go with the Pack and pick the Texans. Huh. See, this thing. I, I'm at this point of what do I have to lose? I'm like six points behind the leader. <laughs> but I Ooh. can't in good conscience pick the Lions on this one. Give me the Texans. If you're listening to this podcast, go ahead and put all your money on the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Bet the house. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, that's not good. Sorry. For... <laughs> yeah, please don't. Especially not on the lines. If it was typically like, oh, we all pick one thing and you should bet the other, not if it's the lions. The lions defy expectations in the worst way possible. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, in the meantime, we have an in- like the game's just started and already we have an injury, unfortunately. Oh, um, no. Buccaneers. Cool. Uh, lineman number seventy-six. Is that? Oh, that's Donovan Smith, left tackle. That would be Donovan Smith, left tackle. I think right. that's Donovan Smith, the left tackle. I, I, I concur. Oh, shit. Yeah, Graham, I think you're Wait, right. Wait, shit, did you say left tackle Donovan Smith? Wow. Yeah. That's the one. Tyler, You've heard yeah. of it. Tyler, sideline reporter, you, you have confirmation? Okay. <laughs> uh, wait, hang on. Yes, it is. <laughs> and, it, and it appears he is walking off on his own power. Thank goodness. Well, that's good. We go, champ. Oh, we're, we're so stupid. I love us. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest group of we, idiots I know. <laughs> Including myself. Spe- there. Speaking of groups of idiots, let's talk about the next game. <sighs> oh, jeez. What a segue. <laughs> how about them cowboys? <laughs> no, how about that football team? Have you seen the... Uh, oh, God, I can't even think of his name. Because I hate him so much. Skip it. Have you seen the dance that... Uh, Fuck. Skip Come Bayless. Back to me. Skip Bayless, thank you. Yeah. Have you seen the dance that Skip Bayless did? What was that? Nope. I, I'm... Uh, you're going to have to describe it to me because I do not give Skip Bayless my attention or views. I was going to say, this I, is, I, I did this not is see worthy. This. this is worthy oh. of your attention for how awful it is. Can you find a source that pirated Skip Bayless's <laughs> channel? Because I don't want to give him any views. <sighs> I mean, legitimately, the best thing for me is to never consume any of Skip Bayless's, like, his channel directly, because then I'm supporting him by giving him my attention. Yeah. And the, the faster he can get off the air, the better, because I think he's, like, everything that is wrong with sports media. Absolutely. It's, it's sad that he's with Shannon Sharp, because I like listening to Shannon Sharp talk, but as soon as... Yeah. Sharp's Skip, funny. Yeah, as soon as Skip starts talking, I'm like, all right, I can he's just turn it off now. moron. ever exist in the league right now. It's like oh, certainly three not. and seven. <laughs> you beat one okay Vikings team. Oh, oh they sure are three and seven. They are both three and seven. And somehow still very much in the picture for the NFC least title. It's finally well topical played. just how much I just dis- <laughs> like I despise this division this year. And yeah. hey what, next ev- year I'm sure it'll be great. But this year specifically, I'm like, what is... I mean, I doubt it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I doubt four teams will all go from being well below 500 
you know, a, a win percentage of 50% to all suddenly being good in one year, apropos of nothing. I will take one team being above 500 at this point. <laughs> I'll take Just one. Just like 99% of every other division in the history of the NFL. Just take one. I will settle for what is essentially the bare minimum. At this point, it's what I'm expecting. This is such a... Ugh. I mean, in an odd season to begin with, this is just blah. Like, did did David Blah go to the other team? Like, he must be a bad guy. That'd be an improvement in quarterback in three of these four teams. David Blah would probably start and thrive. I'm curious to see which one you don't think he'll be the improvement in. (laughs) The Eagles, because Carson Wentz is actually a very good quarterback. Oh, okay. (laughs) He's better than David Blah. He's probably about as good as Alex Smith right now. Sure. Uh, he's, I think, certainly better than Daniel Jones. Yeah. Uh, eh, maybe not certainly. They're close. I still give it to Blau, but they're probably close. I thought you were going to give it to Dak even with his broken leg. Nope. <laughs> Wentz is better than Dak with a broken leg. With no broken legs, it's pretty close. Because I don't want to lose the, this question for this game. Um, what is the Thanksgiving meal equivalent to this Thank you. game? Ooh. Thank you, Graham. This is like, you know you have that weird friend who brought over, like, the goat livers? <laughs> and you're like, oh, thanks, Cheryl, but y- y- goat livers smell great. And then at the end of the night, everything is, like, half gone or mostly gone. And then the goat livers are still, like, perfectly, pristinely intact. So you have to take it into the other room to get it out of Cheryl's sight so she's not offended? That's what this game is. Somehow your cat ate one and you're headed to the vet on Thanksgiving hoping it's open. Right. This is the same where, like, you put this game on TV and nobody really pays attention to it. And they're like, oh, hey, yeah. And then every now and then the Cowboys score or the football team gets a good turnover. And you're like, oh, hey, cool, this game's still on, yeah. And then you go right back to ignoring it. That's the same with the livers, where Cheryl's like, oh, hey, how do you like the livers? And you're like, oh, yeah, it's great. And then try to direct her away from the plate that is still full of goat livers. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> no, okay. I, I, got the, I got the perfect analogy for this one. This... Okay, better than my two-minute tirade? Go ahead. No, I mean, no, I, yours is very good. I've got one. <laughs> Damn right. At least kind of on par, I hope. So... Okay. Have you guys seen Christmas Vacation, the yes. movie? Yes. Of course. Nope. This is the turkey that gets completely overcooked. Oh. And like <laughs> turns it just just dry. Just I mean you're still watching it because you'd rather like have something than like deal with your family, like you know, with family drama, so you're just going to like sit there and watch this, but you'll be dead-eyed the entire time. You'll just be there Correct. like whatever, like it, it's here, but it's just a dried out it's uh, Definitely does not hold That's luster fair. compared to other years. Uh, Grammar Tyler, do you have an do you have an answer for this one? Um, I don't I don't have like a, a meal to compare it to. It's just it's gonna be one of those games where it's it's on in the background. Uh, if you're like in between a nap and like getting like seconds and having dessert or whatever, and you look up because you hear Tony Romo get really excited about, a, like, a defensive play that he knew was going to oh. happen 3.5 seconds before it was done. Uh, oh, he gets really no. excited, and you look up. 
please don't tell me we're wasting Tony Romo's talents on this game. I will. I mean, I will not. I, I will check. I mean, oh, uh, since it's NFC, it's probably going to be on Fox. It is. So it is we on have, Fox, so so we it's have probably going to gonna be Joe ooh. Buck. So we have to best case scenario. Yeah. I think. Hey, you know what? No, nah, Joe Buck's good. We have to waste Tony Romo's talent on the Lions. Oh is no! Because that, that one's probably going to be on CBS. Shoot, yeah, who are we going to get for the the night game? N- then? NBC. Yeah, it's it's NBC. Get okay, Chris Collinsworth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now here's a guy. Big fan of the show, Chris Collinsworth. Now, now, now here's a guy who wishes he could be having pumpkin pie right now, but instead we have to watch this game. <laughs> I have a, I have an actual, honest to god equivalent for this game. Uh, this Please is do. Lead on me. Homemade cranberry sauce. <laughs> oh, Graham, I love you. This is. <laughs> this is. Why the fuck didn't you buy the can? You gave us this shit instead. This is Correct. awful. How dare you ruin my Thanksgiving like this? this? Anybody who prefers homemade cranberry sauce to the canned cranberry sauce, it makes me like you less. That you like <laughs> homemade better than the other one. Because cranberries, you need if you put 15 parts of sugar for one part of cranberries, it's still too sour. That's true. I completely agree. Yeah, good analogy. Uh, to answer the question of who's broadcasting for who, uh, Romo will be broadcasting for the Lions game. Uh, okay. It will be Joe Buck and uh, Troy Aikman for the Troy Aikman. <laughs> for the Cowboys game. And it will be Sorry. Chris Collinsworth and Mike Tirico standing in for Al Michaels. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, Interesting. Tirico. I can get behind that. Tirico's yeah. good. He He's is. Good good. I, I, I think they're slowly starting to phase in like, because – Al Michaels is starting to get to the end, um, <laughs> right, of his broadcasting career. Rest in peace, Al Michaels. Bad, bad you ain't dead yet, but is a legend gone too soon? <laughs> Left us oh, before your time. Bad time to take a breath. <laughs> I'll never forget you, Al Michaels. <laughs> I'm gonna miss him. <laughs> I will too. But yeah, but, I think word on the street is after NBC hosts the Super Bowl after the 2021 season that Al Michaels will probably retire after that. Most likely. You know, go out on top, Super Bowl champion. Just like um, John Madden did. But they could do a lot worse than Mike Tirico. Yeah, no, I like him. I like him in the booth. Or, like, I like him in the booth. I like him, like, on the pregame show when he's doing it. Like, mm-hmm. I think he'd be a good he's fit. good. But we'll get to that game in a second. In the mean, I know we're avoiding talking about this, but we have to talk yep. a little bit about. Okay, let's go to picks. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Give me Mike Tirico. <laughs> oh, I'll take Mike Tirico any day. Uh, uh, I will. I will also take Mike. I mean, you don't even want to take a t- a couple more minutes to just bash on how bad the NFC lease is, yeah, and this sure. will probably be like it, you're tr- you're potentially talking about whoever wins this game will be leading. With a four and seven record, that's terrible. Incredible. Okay, like, let's let's is... do it. Wait, uh, winner of the NFC East over under six games. Oh, under. I'm saying exactly six. I think we see our first six win team in the playoffs af- since the dawning of the sixteen game season era. I believe I believe you'd be right in that case. I that would have to be the Eagles. 
at six nine and one. <laughs> I don't see a six and ten team winning the division. I think I might. Well, the problem is that the Eagles have a pretty tough slate of games coming up. They would have to win one of. Let me see. My my Eagles friend sent me a text. It was a little kid on a bike looking behind him, and it's a train with all four of the upcoming Eagles games bearing down on him. Seahawks, Packers, Saints, and Cardinals. <laughs> oh my gosh. They have to win one of those two games and then win both of their divisional games in weeks 16 and 17 to get to 6-9-1. and one. That's terrible. Oh. Or, obviously, they can win two of those very difficult games and then win only one of their divisional games, but that seems quite unlikely. Every single one of these teams, except for the Cowboys, has to play the Seahawks at one point. Jeez. Yeah, because Dallas has, uh, after this week, it's Ravens, Bengals, Niners, Eagles, Giants. I see. I don't. Is that the easiest? And then. Niners, Eagles, Giants is pretty winnable. So, yeah. The, and, and Bengals, now that no Joe Burrow. Yeah. God, is it going to. Yeah. Is it going to be the Cowboys? After all this, and then the Could the be. Giants have, uh, they have Bengals, Seahawks, Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, Cowboys. Ugh. And then Washington just to finish off at Dallas, at Pittsburgh, at San Francisco, hosting Seattle, hosting Carolina, finishing at Philly. Jesus, that might be a literal loss all the way down. What for Washington? Yeah. It has the potential. Yeah. I don't... Could be. See, I don't know. I think they... I mean, going back to earlier this season, the football team did handle Dallas pretty handily. Yep. Yeah. True. I mean, but... Although that... I Wasn't that not with Andy Dalton? That was with Andy Dalton for half a game. And then they turned to Ben oh, okay, half a game. That's true. They did handle Dalton well, even. In the I, half I was going to say, yeah. Like, even that... It's not like... That's true. It's not like Dalton was leading them and then he got hurt and then the football team came back. That It was a poor showing by the Cowboys in that game. Right. <laughs> when hasn't it been? Uh, last week <laughs> last week when somehow they managed to figure it out and beat the Vikings. Not that the Vikings think, are like, it, it's not the they're Packers. They're not world beaters, but, but they're not in the NFC least. No. I mean, Thielen obviously had COVID during the game. That's why he only had those two amazing touchdowns. Oh, clearly. Right. He was oxygen-deprived, and it only made him barely better. <laughs> the Cowboys secondary. <laughs> uh, wear your masks. If you're traveling for Thanksgiving, please wear a yeah, mask. Yeah, please. In don't fact, travel. Why you... Just don't travel. Better don't yet, go. just don't that go. You, Logan. Buy four cans of homemade cranberry sauce, get some pre-made turkey. Uh, just stay at home. Dude. It's going to be great. You don't have to deal with your family. You don't have to deal with your friends. You don't have to deal with Cheryl and your goat livers. It's great. <laughs> Speaking of mass, did we all see starting in week 12 uh, with the Thursday night game, uh, masks are required at all times on the sidelines for everyone. You're kidding. Oh, good. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Oh, oh, because of Pennsylvania. What? So, right? Is that what you're talking about? What's oh. Pennsylvania have to do with it? Because this, because Pittsburgh is in Pennsylvania. Okay. Was right. the headline not everyone on every sideline has to wear was, a mask all the it time? It was everyone, I believe. NFL oh, okay. required th- players to wear masks on sidelines. Oh, so that was an okay because I saw something about Pittsburgh. Philadelphia. I thought something. Ohio. I saw something about a 
Logan, Lord. let me get to it. I was saying <laughs> that Philadelphia like was making the news like and Pennsylvania was making the news cuz they required like all sporting events everyone had to wear masks which people were freaking out like even players on the field how does that work See so it's players who are not substituting or preparing to enter the field of play and are not wearing their helmets would be required to wear a mask or double layered gaiter gaiter sure while on the sidelines Yeah uh, coaches who call plays will no longer have the option to wear only a face shield uh, they must wear a face Good. mask. Because face shields don't actually do anything. Exactly. Oh, so we're not going to get Andy. Re- <laughs> we're not going to get Andy Reid with the fogged up face mask or face shield anymore. He figured out how to unfog it up. He'll have to give that back to the Ruby Tuesday he took that from. <laughs> Jeez. The sneeze guard. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, when like after the game, there's just like the teams can come briefly together and then they have to separate. Ah, uh, please stay safe this like holiday season. Yeah, please, please, please. You can survive one holiday season on your own if it means you don't spread coronavirus to every single member of your family. Right. I've done it. I've done it before, and that was with no sickness. <laughs> no, you you have missed the holiday season. You have not spread COVID to every member of your family. No, tr- no, that's like I. Let's be very very specific with what it is in this in that sentence. That dangling participle is quite uh, sorry. I have been alone on the holidays. I have not, like, I have been, I've been solo for holidays. It sucks, but look at the, you know, think of next. At year. least your whole family's alive. Yes, unless you. So hate I mean, them. it's a. Well, even if you hate them, you're still going to spread it to everybody on the plane, in the airport, on the bus. It's still not great. Yeah. Cool, Levante. Just don't cover Robert Woods. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. A quick, quick game update. Um. <laughs> Shout out to the eventual, you know, it's here's the start of the Rams 56 point run. Just like you think fucking Jared Goff is going to burn you to the edge? <laughs> that you really had to crash down that hard. He's not Kyler Murray or Michael Vick, dude. Hey, Matt Ryan did it for 13 yards, and that man doesn't run worth anything. Oh, I don't think it was really Levante's fault. Levante, I'm sorry. I besmirched your good name. You deserve better. A bit smirching. Speaking of a smirging, this freaking game is just a smirge. God, yeah, it's not great. No. Uh, I was, uh, you know, like we're we're talking about it, but honestly, it's just one of those deals. I'm like, I, I wish I was more excited for this one, but this is definitely one of those where, like, yeah, I mean, do your best. I have, you know, like, I would prefer Washington wins, just. To add a bit more chaos, but I you know, am, right. uh, I'm thrilled for the opportunity at a nap. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, oh, this is gonna be uh, apologies to Joe Buck, but I will sleep during this game. Trust it's not like, Joe Buck's like, fault. Like Joe Buck, it's not your fault. It's watch this game be like an absolute thriller. <laughs> like what? it's gonna be a barn burner. <laughs> it's gonna be the best game of the bunch, and we gave it like <laughs> l- less time than Levante, David, and Cheryl. <laughs> I'll wake up. I'll wake up and be like, "How the hell is it thirty-nine to forty-two? What the fuck happened? What did I sleep through?" Listen, it's either gonna be one of those games, those games, or I'm gonna wake up with seven minutes left in the fourth, and it's gonna be six-six. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's 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 going to be off the charts, one of either way. <laughs> like, 
super yeah, low right. or super so high. Are going to overflow the excitement or underflow the excitement? There's no in between. There's it's just not going to be a oh that was an okay game. It's either like, going to be that was a shit score, show. Seventeen to twenty one. <laughs> Alex nope. Smith throws for five hundred yards. <laughs> Antonio Gibson runs for like three hundred. Like he breaks the record on Thanksgiving. He's like he's a rookie. He's not like Adrian Peterson's. Like don't care. Don't care. <laughs> 312 yards. Like D- Dalvin Cook couldn't do it, but you know who could? Rookie Antonio Gibson. Who's oh, actually geez. leading the league in, or the running back rookies in touchdowns this year. That's kind of funny to me. Damn. Wow. That's so shout out to Antonio Gibson. He's really kind of like, you know, maybe find a... Really? You know, what? Sorry, no, I, I interjected with a really, but yeah, he's He's definitely doing better than Claypool. <laughs> I, I, Claypool is a wide receiver. Yes. Sir. Oh, sorry. He meant running back. Oh, he, he specified running back. I didn't well, he said running back. Just, I was like, Rookie running back class. What? Oh, my gosh. Tom Brady ran the 40 in khakis. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and they showed his, uh, his ever so lovely draft day fo- or combine photo. God, that run is terrible. Oh, that man went on to marry Giselle. How did that? Follow your God. dreams, kid. If, There's if hope. That could marry, Six Super Bowls is how that happened. If that can marry Giselle, <laughs> you can do anything. Yeah, you could be Mister Universe or Mrs. Universe or They Universe. <laughs> <laughs> the Universe. You could own the universe. Like, how do I do Tom that? Brady. Just be Tom Brady. Yeah. Easy. Step one, be Tom Brady. TV 12, baby. There's no step two. Jared Goff's already doing better than he did in the Super Bowl against Tom Brady. Oh, my God. Oh, oh God. I just remembered that that was a thing. What a yep. fucking terrible Most uneventful Super Bowl game. I've ever lived through in my entire life. I was going to say, like, hold on. I anticipate this game will be as bad as that Super Bowl. Hold on. Do we want to... Do we want to quickly make picks, roast that Super Bowl for two yes. minutes, and then move on to the game of the week? <laughs> sure. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Going for picks. I'm going first. I'm sticking with what I said earlier. Go football team. Tyler. Chase Young gets three sacks. I'm taking football team. Perfect. Logan. I'm taking the Cowboys. Oh, and universe, Graham. do your thing. <laughs> you fool. You fool. Hi. 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 Well played, sir. Nobody's winning this game. It's three seven and one party in the NFC East. <laughs> Taking it all the way back to nineteen sixty-five. Yes. Woo oh Chargers. You even nailed the year. Good job. <laughs> he right, was listening. I, I I thought about for the Lions game saying I'm gonna bring twenty twelve back to nineteen sixty five and take a thirty one thirty one tie. But I decided against it. Yeah, uh, I, I'm hardcore going tie on this game. Please let it happen. Well played, sir. Oh my god, Why not? please let it happen. Six to six, baby, let's do it. So, six? Yeah, six to six. Six to it's six. It's two field goals against a touchdown with a missed extra point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. that's, that's actually what I thought. Like, like the Cowboys and... are going to score late and they're going to miss the extra point. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> so, I love it. Before we move on to our game of the week... And because the Rams, and because Goff is playing Brady, oh my gosh, why did that have to be the Super Bowl? That literally was like the most boring. Like I, I got to the point 
like I normally watch Super Bowls like oh I can pay time. I was looking through my phone halfway through. I'm like I'm done. Like, I looked up for commercials and went back to doing whatever I was doing for like the game. Yeah. Gosh, why we were robbed, literally robbed of a Saints versus Patriots Super Bowl. Uh. Tom Brady's Super Bowl would have been pretty sweet. Yeah. I think yeah. there is something to be said for a defensive struggle, but I mean, this game, that Super Bowl was like a defensive straitjacket. That felt like a defensive like, blah. Like, that's, it's not even like a, def- like, it didn't feel like a defensive struggle. It just felt like, what is, what are both these teams doing? The Patriots only scored, I think, 13 points? Yes, 13 to 3. That was the entire score. Yeah. Like, it's not like the Patriots went supernova either. It was three to three until seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. That's correct. Terrible. It was just like Bill Belichick said, "Oh, okay. If I take away the easy run game, golf kind of sucks." And it was the Rams going, "Well, my defense is really good, and I have Wade Phillips, so this is going to be easy." <laughs> hey, Todd Gurley, you want to get in there? No. Eh, not really. It's the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah why should I? It's the Super Bowl. Eh. Nah. Maybe next year. <laughs> Maybe next year. And now that Fuck definitely is not happening this year. <laughs> okay. Sure, why not? I just hate Julian Edelman. I mean, we were talking Patriots for just a second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh. it is... But, roasting that Super Bowl side, it is time for our game of the week. It is... Uh. The Ravens going to Pittsburgh... And to wrap up our recurring questions for this show, what dish do we equate this game to? Ooh. This, to me, is either the turkey or the ham or whatever the main course is. I think that's appropriate. For me, what's even more appropriate, I have a sweet tooth like a mofo. To me, this is insert your favorite Thanksgiving dessert here. Oh, mm. this is... This is the one you look forward to the whole meal. This is the pumpkin pie, the French silk pie. The, the, Ooh, you get the French chocolate pudding. It's it's so good. Oh it's like a God, graham yeah. cracker crust with like a chocolate mousse filling. No, no I know what so it is. Good. I just don't oh, think I've ever had that on Thanksgiving. That's so oh, good. I have not either. I recommend it. My equivalent for this game is, you know, you have your first meal when you just have a little mm-hmm. bit of everything. So your second meal is just your, yes. like, your, it's your favorites. So... It's like, I liked that. That's half my plate on second. Right. So oh, yeah. I'll Absolutely. get like a little green bean casserole, a little sweet potato mm-hmm. casserole because I like sweet potato casserole, and then a piece of pumpkin mm-hmm. pie with whipped cream on it. Like, perfect. Grant, did you give your answer? Or? <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, no, it was, it was just is, my what's answer. What's wrong with you? <laughs> this is the next day Thanksgiving sandwich. <sighs> it okay. is. That's pretty good. Oh, it is a little bit of everything between two pieces of sawdust white bread, and it is <laughs> heaven. Oh, uh, that's fair. See, I have I have a game later that I was going to equate that to because it was going to be after Thanksgiving. I'll save it for then, but I like that analogy. That was pretty good. Uh, see, for me, and I'm going to go against the group just a little bit here, but this to me feels like you know, like a good slice of pumpkin pie or apple pie or like your favorite pie minus the little bonus. Like it's like pumpkin pie, but I'm missing the whipped cream. And I only say that. Interesting. And I, and I only say it. Like, it's like, I'm excited for this game. The reason I say that is because 
I'm a little worried for the Ravens. Not going to lie. Unfortunately, they had two of their star running backs going on to, uh, or not, maybe not star, but like their two of their main running backs and J.K. Dobbins and Ingram going into uh, COVID protocols, so they will not be available for this Thanksgiving. And the Ravens have dropped a lot so far. I mean, one of them was the Steelers True. a few weeks ago. And then they beat the Colts. Sorry, Graham. It's okay. We had no offense that day. But they just dropped two in a row. Lamar's not looking 100%. This is not the same 14-2 and two team that should have played the Chiefs in the championship game but didn't. Thank you, Titans. Yeah, no. But, like, this is... I don't know what's up with them. You know? Like, yeah, I don't either. You know, okay, I actually I'll admit it because the Steelers have actually been fun to watch. So I'll say this is like... This is like a pumpkin pie with, like, you're getting the tail end of, like, the whipped cream. So it's, like, not, you can't go full hog with the can. Mm-hmm. You get, like, a little bit. But you know what? It's a dollop, so it'll do. You know? Right. That's fair. Very fair. Because, honestly, it's, man, I thought that it's, like, the Ravens have been struggling, but the Steelers have won some close ones, but they've won some good games. I mean, yep. not much competition last week. Sorry, Jake Luton, but, uh... You weren't beating them. Meanwhile, Claypool got his 10th touchdown in 10 games. Woo! Which... It's not bad. I, wait, and it's funny because you talk about outliers. I love that people are like, he's gotten 10 and 10. I'm like, you realize that one of them was a four-touchdown game, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not to disparage 10 and 10. But look at, you know, like, so... To say maybe 5 and 9 feels a bit more appropriate... Or no, right. six, six it, and nine, like which is still it very... certainly feels different when it's like yeah. one or two basically every game. It would... It's like one he exploded, and then it's like about alternating every other game he gets one, which is still good. It's like... still still very good, especially for a rookie. Mm-hmm. And not only a rookie, a rookie who didn't have a whole lot of fanfare coming into the league, who already had like I would say a very good receiver in Juju Smith Schuster. And a pretty highly touted guy in Deontay Johnson, who I know Steelers fans were pretty high on. I would equate this, like, I'd almost equate the Chase Claypool situation to the, to when Juju came in, right? Oh, where, absolutely. Oh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, where you already had Antonio Brown, but then Juju came in and just made it better. Now Juju's the number right. one guy. And then you added Claypool, and Claypool just made it better. And it's like, yep. I'm... I'm still on the fence of will the Steelers make the deep playoff run? Won't they? I don't know. I'm kind of waiting for them to slip Logan. up. But like, <laughs> I know that's you. I fucking love Mike Evans. <laughs> I, I was waiting. I, I knew all, my... All oh, of that audio shit. has to stay in. You know that, yes, right? It like, all yes, it does. Yes, it does. The furious shaking of your chair. Just Holy shit. Oh, my... <laughs> no. Uh, that's a dog. You just, you just heard uh, the first uh, orgasm of the internet. You just no. You just heard. You just heard Logan's first like positive reinforcement to his team. Oh my god! Oh my Look god! At that, Mike man. He Evans. fought. He fought through two defenders at once. That is like. Oh my god! That is AJ Brown yesterday. Oh. That yeah. Is how pretty that was. Eight- yeah, it's not far off. Only AJ Brown had someone pushing his ass the last three yards. <laughs> pushing, more like carrying. I think he actually picked him up at one point. Well, he was God, so short he couldn't so do much. anything else. 
Mike Evans did that solo, baby. Oh my god, Mike Evans. Yeah, throw him the ball more. I'm gonna have to clean up a little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of good receivers. <laughs> like th- yeah, t- do that, Chase Claypool. Yeah, Claypool, just do that. You'll be you'll be good one day. Nah, he what? he's doing good now. Like I think the Steelers really got something in Claypool and like all the receivers. But this is interesting. like I think we would I forget none of us picked Ben Roethlisberger as the comeback or we didn't really have a comeback player of the year in our midseason awards, right? No. no uh, I think we had most improved. Yeah, but you can't uh, it's like we couldn't give it to Ben Roethlisberger because how can you I mean he was injured all well, last I mean, year. I mean cuz last year he was zero. <clears throat> right. So it <laughs> felt kind of cheap, but like if if we had a, I kind of agree, yeah. Like if we yeah. had a comeback section, I think it would be Roethlisberger. Like eat probably. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree with that. I don't necessarily want to see it. Like I said earlier, I don't necessarily want to see the Steelers in the Super Bowl again, but God, I won't no, be disappointed. No. I mean, if it happens, I won't be shocked. Right. I would not be. Well, I would only undefeated team left in the league. <laughs> I think I saw somewhere that it's. Yep. Correct. Super Bowl, baby. Colts. Super Bowl, baby. I think I saw somewhere that. The Steelers now are only like the sixth team in league history to start off nine and zero. Uh, ten and zero, yeah. Ten and zero, yeah. It, which was a smaller number than I thought it would be. I know. I really thought it'd be higher. So I saw um, something about like so in terms of like that hot start. I saw that stat too. But what was interesting was, I think Red Zone said that like the last four or five teams who were the last undefeated team made it to the Super Bowl. But wow. that's that. Well, that, I mean, that kind of makes sense because those are typically the best teams in the league. Mm-hmm. However, the stat that you just mentioned, the, you know, this is the sixth team, or they might be the seventh, because only one of those teams made it to the Super Bowl after starting ten and zero. So that would be the Patriots. Patriots. Give off, bitch! Eli Manning's the greatest. Oh my god! So it's almost like a maybe it's not so good. I mean, like it. I mean, that's gambler's fallacy. Also, fuck me for all those Colts years. What I glean from that is it's sometimes hard for professional athletes to sort of not drink their own Kool-Aid of like, yeah, we're so good. We started out, you know, 10-0, 12-0, whatever it is. Suddenly you then go into the playoffs, you have a first round bye. You're probably not trying as hard as you should be because you think you're such hot shit. You know, worst case, we face a team who had four fewer wins than us in the regular season. Right. Well, uh, and you just you're just not hungry for it. Well, I mean, shoot, look no further than the Ravens last year, fourteen and two. Yep. Easily thought you were hosting the whole yep. playoffs. You know, one and done in the playoffs. You had a you know hot shot Lamar. You know, you were run first team. You just blew people up all last season, and then Titans showed up and it was like, hi, we're here too. You know, like they were hungry. And then this game, a repeat almost. I mean, Ravens thought they had that game. And the Titans just were like, no, we want this. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Love you, Mike Evans. <laughs> May I introduce you <laughs> to Derrick Henry? Hello, my name's Derrick Henry. And then he, Henry goes to shake the guy's hand, but he instinctively punches him in the face and knocks him <laughs> down as a stiff arm. <laughs> and he goes, nice to meet that's you. A, that's, a, that's a firm handshake. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Instinct. <laughs> but yeah, this is a 
you know, this is a Ravens team, like, reeling, you know, and they, they lost a heartbreaker to the Steelers in their first matchup, you know. Yep. That was quite the like, game. T- if this Thanksgiving game is half as good as the first Steelers-Ravens matchup of the year, I will be pleased. Hmm. Yeah. Suddenly, I yeah. get, suddenly I get Graham's analogy of, like, the leftovers because the first game was so good, so this game... <laughs> You know, yes, just I was definitely that. thinking about that when I mentioned that yep. earlier. I'm giving you <laughs> Graham is playing 3D chess over here. Gra- Graham, I'm giving you an I'm giving you a compliment. Take it. Uh, yes, I'm the greatest. I agree. But yeah, I mean, they just a shock loss to the Patriots on Sunday Night Football, which you know the worst out of Bel- Belichick is a witch, but you know, or at least a weather <laughs> master. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh. Baltimore, Baltimore itself. Uh, teams they've won against. Uh, their record is twenty-five, thirty-three, and two. Teams they've <laughs> lost to. Their... I know. Jeez. Yeah, they played Philly and Cincy. Terrible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Back to back too. Back to back weeks. Yeah. Uh, and the teams that they've lost to are thirty and ten. Oh. Whoa. Well, I mean, Yikes. one of those is the. No, they beat the Steelers. No, they did not. No, they did not. You're correct. They did not beat the Steelers, so the Steelers <laughs> are probably inflating that number pretty heavily. Well, yeah, your other are. teams, well, it's, and the Chiefs, oh, They're still too. 20 and 10, you, though. You, they've literally lost to the top two teams in the AFC, in the Chiefs uh, and the <laughs> and the uh, Steelers. I'd be able to live with that. So really, uh, it's, uh, odd to say, but it's the Patriots that are bringing down that number. <laughs> I love to yes. say it, but it's odd. Uh, the uh, Pittsburgh, on the other hand... Uh, they have not lost to a team yet, so they don't have <laughs> they don't have Wait, a what? second number. They haven't. <laughs> the teams that they've lost to are a combined zero and zero because yeah. they don't exist. <laughs> the teams they've beat are a combined thirty nine, fifty nine, and two. And two. So the Steelers those aren't world beaters. Pretty weak schedule, it sounds like. Yeah. Have they played the Bengals twice already? No, they play. They played Cincy and Philly. Mm. Cincy only once, them. though. Yeah. Because they're in the same division, they play twice. That is correct. So they will, unless another team, unless the Ravens, uh, football team, Bills, Colts, or Browns tie a game, they'll end up with a hyphen three at the end of their opponent's record. Hmm. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Same with Baltimore. Yeah, looking at this list, I, I'm okay. I'm not saying the Steelers are going to go undefeated, because honestly, looking at this, like Ravens are going to play them tough. Bills mm-hmm. are gonna play them tough, you know. Probably, yeah, I, yeah. Allegedly, assume I say alleged. Assume allegedly on all these that I'm saying, Ravens, Bills, Colts, and shockingly Browns. <laughs> Can't believe I just said that. Yeah, I mean, I, okay. mean, I would be gobsmacked if the Browns beat the 15 and one Steelers at the end of the season. I will throw the biggest Cleveland Browns solo party <laughs> that will ever exist. If the Steelers march into Cleveland 15-0 and 0, and Baker Mayfield destroys their asses. I mean, uh, to be fair, are we assuming that the, like, are we assuming that the Chiefs are 14-1 and 1 at this point and, like, so the Steelers can't afford to lose, to sit their starters? Sure, yeah. That'd be incredible. Yes. If the Browns win that game, I will go out and buy myself a brand new Browns jersey. I will buy myself a Browns jersey as well because I will be so thrilled. Because uh, can you guess what Browns player I own in a jersey? It's one. Uh, 
Oh, Johnny Manziel. Ooh, no. Uh, God, I hope not. Ooh, wait. Uh, Brady Quinn. Wow, you're right. It is a Brady Quinn jersey. Wow, Graham. <laughs> well played, Graham. Got him. Notre Dame, baby. Notre Dame, baby. Super <laughs> So, so do we guess who Tyler's new jersey would be? Uh, oh, it's got to be Nick Chubb. I was gonna say Nick Old Chubb. Old school probably. Joe Thomas. Ooh. Joe Thomas. Ooh, Joe Thomas is solid. Joe Thomas is a great choice. He's a big man. I definitely was thinking a Nick Chubb one. <laughs> well, it's not Baker. That's probably for please. the best. What? No, of course not. No, 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 no. I would. I would. Oh. Let's see. That's, that's I, a I bad take a, strategy. I take a lot of people's jerseys over Baker. Tyler will be getting a Chase Claypool, an entire Pittsburgh Steelers team jersey before Baker Mayfield. I'm guessing. I, I dead except for was, Ben. True. I dead ass was talking to my dad, and I was like, a Claypool jersey would be nice, but I don't know if I could bring myself to wear a Steelers jersey. Your dad's sitting there. Yeah. Well, what the heck, eh? <laughs> but our brownies. Like, no, 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 no. Please, it's Notre Dame. No. Yeah. My my dad. My dad was like, oh yeah, a Claypool jersey would be nice, and I'm like, but it's the Steelers, and he was like, well, yeah. I think Tyler would buy oh, one of those ugly inmate dealer Claypool jerseys before Tyler owned a Baker Mayfield jersey. <laughs> You're not wrong. I would own that one and probably like, you know how people have like jerseys in like frames? I'd put it in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and this that. is the ugliest jersey I own. <laughs> <laughs> Right. It's Baker. It's it's when Baker eventually plays for Pittsburgh and they are in a prison jersey. And he's like, "Oh, that's the yes. ugliest jersey." Ooh. That's the first. One. That's why you would buy it and put it in a frame in a dark room where no one's ever going to see it. <laughs> it's, it's like in my closet behind my clothes, and I pull the clothes off, and it's like, <gasps> "You put no." That's a literal skeleton in your closet. <laughs> you you would put the skeleton in your closet ahead of that jersey to guard it. I mean, yeah. It's like, oh, thank goodness. Like, oh, thank goodness. Tyler just has a skeleton. Yeah, that's all I have in here. I wake up from like a dead sleep and I'm like, oh, and then I go to the closet and I'm like, oh, good. No one's disturbed it. <laughs> 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 that's a, that's a Tyler's sleep paralysis nightmare. Oh, haunts me every night. Floating What well, haunts me every night is those progressive commercials with is it progressive with the baker mayfield commercials uh oh gosh hulu state farm oh uh, wait, no i mean hulu has the baker mayfield commercials but you're talking about the at home with baker yeah. mayfield series at home with baker mayfield i thought that was progressive but i could be wrong well it's aaron Rodgers. or like progressive it is progressive, progressive i think it is i think progressive. it is progressive but yeah there we go we'll cut out the part where i kept saying it was state farm <laughs> every Every freaking Sunday, I see a different At Home with Baker Mayfield commercial at least three times. They're all different. Oh, yeah. Yep. He had a lot of time on his hands this offseason. I can't wait for a Christmas one to come out because they have Thanksgiving ones. Correct. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. (sighs) Wow. Are we talking about the Raven Steelers or are we talking about the Not at the moment. (laughs) Listen, when you talk about a a conference game, eventually, like, I'm not shocked that these that they came up because the Browns are this thing. You're talking about the first place Steelers against the third place Ravens. Like the Ravens really can't afford to lose this game. You, you know, know they can't. You're right. Like that 
Like that's the that's the crazy thing. In years past, it's like, oh, the Browns are making a playoff push. That's cute. Now the Ravens are sitting here like outside of the playoffs. Like if if it ended today, the Ravens would miss it, and the Cleveland Browns would be in the playoffs. Wow, that's that's, crazy. that's a hot sentence. Uh-huh. I don't remember if it was week zero or week one of our podcast, uh, but I actually predicted the Ravens would finish third in the conference. Wow. So, division, sorry. Division, <laughs> you're third right. in the conference, that's pretty dang good, if I do say so myself. <laughs> third in the division, I, I feel like Nostogramas. Nosferactu. No, Nostogramas. <laughs> <laughs> What's your it's a play on the the name Nostradamus. That but is... His name's Graham. Yeah. So oh. It's no. Notre Gram. Ah, that's sure. right. Yep, that's what he said. That's my school. That's my school. Notre Scrum. Tyler's like, I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, I brother? In my listening ears. <laughs> the the Notre Gram fighting betchers. We're just I'd... as drunk, but much worse at football. <laughs> I'd root for but them. But much less Irish. But you still uh, you still get to play at Notre Dame Stadium with touchdown Jesus behind you. Oh, <laughs> oh I would lay prone on the field. Oh, a, <laughs> I've, oh, I've been on the field there. It's so nice. God, I need to go back. Man, how did the sorry like getting back to the game on hand? How did the Ravens end up with three primetime games in a row? Like oh, you're, I don't know. Bucks had the same thing though. Uh, well, like was that I or, schedule what, same thing? What was that? Because like the Ravens are playing this Thursday. They host the Cowboys on Thursday night in a week. So you know, at least they have a what? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. They got back to back Thursday games. Back to back Thursday games. Motherfucker, that means the Cowboys have back-to-back Thursday Right, games. so it's like, it kind of works out. It's kind of nice. I've, and then I don't they, think uh, I've seen that before. And then the Browns host the Ravens for Monday Night Football after that. And, hmm. and then Holy that'll be shit. it. That, that'll be the end of the Ravens' primetime schedule this year. And so far, I believe they are 0-2. Ouch. Because they Swings. lost to the Chiefs and they lost to the Patriots. Oof. Unbelievable. So this will be your make or break. Like, are you starting the like are, are you starting the possibility of finishing three and two on primetime, or are you just hoping to salvage face after this game, you know? Right. I think the result of this upcoming Thanksgiving game is really gonna dictate a lot of that, but sort of in the opposite direction. I think if they beat the Steelers, they will be less uh, required to win the rest of their games coming out to make the playoffs, and I think it'll actually make them a little bit more uh, likely to drop the game, probably against the Browns, probably not against Dallas unless something insane happens. Yeah. But if they don't win this Thanksgiving Day game against the Steelers, their chances of making the playoffs are going to slip pretty badly. Right. Yeah. I was like, as it stands right now, the Ra- the Raiders, <laughs> the Raiders, uh, Raiders. Sit at the, like sit at the seventh. But yeah, if Baltimore slips, sit, putting them at six and five, they'd still be in the hunt. But compared to what everyone else might do, it would be very hard. 
You know, you're talking right. at least a they game. They would be back. on the outside looking in for sure. Right, and like it, it's one of those things where you hate to be as a team. Like you need all the help you can get at that point. Like that winning wouldn't yep. just be enough anymore. But it might be. I mean, there's right. like we're definitely in playoff mode now, but there's still six games that everyone has to play. So, I mean, yep. when you look at the rest of the Ravens' schedule, it's it really does look good for them, though. I'd give them at That's least fair. half. Oh no, Cowboys. Jaguars, Giants, Bengals. Ooh. I said at least. I said at least. Yeah. So what what I've said is true. <laughs> you are. Yeah, it's correct. a. It's a very. <laughs> it's a very nice and like I. As much I crap as I give that. the Cowboys, I almost feel that's a trap game for them, if that makes sense. You know, like all their other primetime games have been this year. This thing, every primetime game has been a trap game for the Ravens. <laughs> Except for, that means the Cowboys have back-to-back Thursday games. Yeah, I believe Logan said that about Correct. five minutes ago. I, I was not listening, obviously. <laughs> Lo- Logan, Logan, go ahead and cut your part out where you say that and leave mine in. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Was that offensive PI? Sorry. Yeah. Turn my head up. That was a push-off. Uh, Mike Evans, you do so great, and then... Do you do that? Eh, it's alright. Oh nope, it was passing. I was on defense. That was on Ramsey. That's crazy. Uh, nope. Hold on. Nope. <laughs> uh, I just got. Uh, uh yeah, no it idea. was on Ramsey. It was on Ramsey. That's crazy. Did they? Just... Uh, that's dumb. Why did the Ram- uh, there wasn't nothing there? There was nothing there. That was nope. hand fighting. That was just boys being boys. Hey, L- Logan, your running back scored, right? Your your highly dra- touted draft pick. No way Leonard Fournette picked up one yard. Are you kidding? Two yards? No way. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the part of the Holy show where we realize shit. that I'm ahead of you guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's it happens every single week. It shocks me that it takes you any amount of time to learn it. <laughs> every single week, you're ahead of us. And every single week, you're like, oh, I guess I'm ahead of you guys now. Listen, I have long weeks. Every, Sometimes I don't even remember what happened. It's been 12 weeks. It's been 12 weeks. I have long weeks. Sometimes I don't even remember what happened the previous day, okay? <laughs> okay. Just, I mean, I mean, goldfish eventually learn these kinds of patterns. Just throwing that out there. Didn't think I was that far ahead, okay? <laughs> All right. Anyway. 12 weeks. Graham, you are correct. The back half of the Ravens schedule looks very favorable, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, to make the case too, uh, since the Browns are second, I mean, they played uh, like three of their six games are the Jags, Giants, and Jets. So those should be three winnable games. I bet. Oh, never mind. I was thinking the Steelers drop one of those, but the Ravens aren't the Steelers. That is correct. Shock. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Let me check. Yep, different teams. Confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm getting a report from the sideline. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on. Sideline report, Tyler. You have something for us? Ah, uh, different teams, different teams. Yes, you're right. Different Wait, hold oh, that blew my socks off. <laughs> hold on. Wait, hold on. I'm I'm feeling a like is that Al Michaels spirit? <laughs> I doubt it. Al Michaels is a better commentator than I just was right there. <laughs> I think his spirit's telling me that they are indeed different teams. Ah. Shout out to you, Al Michaels. I had the gods of Chris Collinsworth in my head going, they're different. Now here's Collinsworth would be like, ah, well, they're pretty similar, though. They might as well be the same team. Now here's a team that's different. 
Now, I look at these two teams, and I see a whole bunch of players who are a whole bunch of guys who do a whole bunch of things. They could be the same team after all. Now, here's a team who has a very similar jersey color to another team because their owner... Oh, shout out to earlier. That's what we call callback in the biz. And this... And now this is pretty much what a family Thanksgiving is. At this point, we're just roofing off each other. <laughs> yep. It's what we do every week. It's a Thanksgiving every week here at the Internet Football Podcast. Every well, week. It's like, thank God this only happens once a week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm thankful that Logan edits. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this podcast isn't going to be too bad. It's like, all right, this is when we start the Jersey talk, and this is where we end the Jersey talk. All right, delete. <laughs> Done. No editing required. <laughs> what, well, we talked about how far ahead Steven is on us in the broadcast? Yep, that's two minutes I can cut right there. Perfect. I don't look like that much of an idiot, then. <laughs> the Chris Collinsworth stuff? Eh, that's pretty funny. That'll stay. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Easy. That's basically the editing process right there in a nutshell. <laughs> It's like, hmm, it took Logan like five seconds to answer that question. It should have only taken him one second. Let's shorten that down. All right. That's the whole editing process right there. Do that for about four and a half hours. Oh, my gosh. Sean McVay was a coach on the 2008 Buccaneers. Uh, he might have been, but I'm not there yet in the broadcast. <laughs> Who said that was a broadcast? What if I just looked that up? You could have. That's a lie. I'm fairly certain you didn't, but you could have. Damn it. He called my bluff. Seems like uh, yep. a very broadcastable yep. moment. There he is. Yep. Oh my Go god. That. <laughs> uh, wow, he was young when he was an assistant receivers coach on the Bucks. I would I would say at least twelve years younger. Maybe. Maybe even less. <laughs> he wasn't, because I just saw the numbers and I know how right Graham is, but for the sake of argument, I'll say Ty. <laughs> oh my gosh, he was twenty two years old when he was the assistant head coach. Or wait. What a whippersnapper. Snapper. Why oh, are the zeros sideways on the Rams jerseys? Uh, what are you talking about? Like, you'll see it here in a sec. <laughs> Wait, what? What are like, we talking about? Like, look at Cooper Cup's arm. Like, whenever he he has a close-up of the next one, the zeros are sideways on their arm. Like so on you're the saying shoulder? the zero on his shoulder. On their shoulder. Yeah, sorry. Oh, I thought you were talking about like on their jerseys. I'm like, no, they look okay. No, no. No, I mean specifically on their shoulders. It just look I, I kind of see what Graham's saying. They're not sideways. They're just circular instead of tall. Sure. Like zeros are typically taller than they are wide. The zeros on their shoulders are circles. I Again, just that. like bad jersey design all around, I gotta it's, say. Like... Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> That has nothing to do with the the good looking, the bone, the navy, and the yellow. Just so wide for no reason. I mean, I agree. I sell myself that every time I look in a mirror. <laughs> We're leaving all this in now. All right. Picks. Anyway, I think this will like, despite all we've said, I think this will be a pretty good like a, a pretty good cap to the Thanksgiving game please don't let this be a situation where we're all wrong and this ends up being the worst one yep uh 58 to 3 blowout <laughs> but who shall we go to picks picks sure all right Logan you you seem eager let's start with you 
Uh, I am picking the Steelers to win by about three points yet again. Mm. They have had a habit of that this season. They'll do it. I've seen them. <laughs> They'll do it. Steven the- might be seeing them right now with how far ahead he is. <laughs> the crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying my pumpkin Shit. pie already. How's it How's it back in the past, you jackasses? It's all right. Bucks haven't lost yet, so it's pretty sweet. That's pretty good. Oh, right. <laughs> Close your eyes, Logan. So wait, you don't know about Brady the Jet? Forget about it. <laughs> uh, Graham, how about you? Oh, man, I I have I I have to pick the Steelers, so I'll pick the Ravens. Well played, sir. Thank you. That was well played. Uh, I will go next. <sighs> I don't like it, but give me the Steelers. And Tyler. I think the Ravens are going to come back well, but not well enough. Give me the Steelers. Man, two fake outs in a segment. Who would have thought? Me. All right. The element of surprise. It's like an Andy Reid play where it's like a fake handoff, a fake reverse. He fakes the screen one way and then throws the screen the other way. All while Patrick Mahomes is just like looking behind his shoulder. Like, what's going on, coach? (laughs) 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 Oh, it was supposed to be a run. Whoops. Glad that worked. Oops. <laughs> Logan. Oops. And the oops. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh oh. Sorry, coach. Just threw another 80 yard touchdown. <laughs> well, He's like, I called oh, a you. straight handoff. <laughs> yeah, but I thought this would be fun. <laughs> Reaches looks at him and goes, Oh, you. <laughs> Crazy guy. Oh. You young whippersnapper. All right. And now that we've had our good old-fashioned Thanksgiving picks, it's time to move on to the leftover section, a.k.a. the Fitzmagic Memorial Cheesy Picks, where we go through the games that we were not able to talk about in depth this season, or this season, uh, this week. And uh, Logan has come up with a very good set of questions, and uh, we will make a choice based on the question that he asked. Uh, I would say it was a group effort. Yeah, a group effort. Uh, Logan did a lot of the work on this one, though, so thank you. Uh, in typical group project fashion. I was busy, so I read them and went, yes, those are good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. And that's how management works. Thank See, you. I was, like, I, was kind of the, I was kind of the manager of this one. I was like, look through, like, okay, just a, an edit here and here. I'll take my $100,000 now. <laughs> that's the CEO for you. Yeah. I might give Logan minimum wage. <laughs> Please, you think I'd give you minimum wage? Make the coffee, Logan. <laughs> no, yes, I sir. No, I make the coffee, Graham. Uh, I provide the please. food. Oh, you did. And Graham, pro- and Graham provides the comic relief. Uh, I provide the most editing for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Graham provides all the clips that I get to cut from the podcast. Lo- Logan's actually got just a secret folder, like all Graham's, like. Dialogue. I probably should. I've thought about it. He he's got some serious blackmail on Graham. It's like, ah, oh, Graham's running for president, huh? Let me just slip this out here. And... I'm giving this to CNN. Uh, Graham, Mr. Graham Mr. CNN. We've been over this. Mr. CNN doesn't do anything. I'd have to give it to the unpaid intern. Okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, I A love how fixed. you. Li- I love how you labeled this first one shockingly bad at four-time consecutive Super Bowl losers. 
For those yep. at home who don't you know. You can tell which teams those are just by the description. Yeah. That would be the, ch- <laughs> shockingly, uh, that would be the Chargers facing the Bills. Um, both teams with quarterbacks capable of just throwing the deep ball. Uh, the question for this one is, which team will score the longest touchdown? Uh, Logan, let's start with you. So, one thing that I pride myself on is my ability to let go of a grudge, which is why I'm going to say that the Chargers will score a kick-return touchdown, forget offense, forget defense, Chargers on special teams. That is that is a spicy pick, <laughs> considering how much you we all ba- or how you bash on the Chargers special teams, and I have hard times arguing with you. Uh, Graham, let's go to you next. Man. Uh, give me the Bills. Hmm. Uh, I will also go with Chargers. Ooh. And Tyler. Uh, Graham, I'm riding with you. I'm taking the Bills. Hell yeah, there's stride in my passenger seat. I mean, room in my passenger seat. <laughs> uh, damn it. Please, uh, please, please just remove all the beer cans before I get in. Moving on to the next game of the Flaming Thumbtacks versus the Horseshoes. I'm not that, reading what's actually there. How, how dare you? <laughs> Titans at the Colts. Uh, this is the game where earlier when Graham mentioned the leftover sandwich, this is what I imagine because this is a matchup of two uh, seven and three teams, both fighting for uh, division supremacy. Uh, Derrick Henry, uh, thank goodness he got that game-winning touchdown, uh, but it was kind of slow before like he got going in the second half uh question for this one is will derrick henry surpass if his offensive yardage total from last week so 132 yards between rushing and pass uh, yeah rushing and receiving yards uh graham start with you he only had 109 i believe in the colts game so i'm going under and that was at home for them you know Graham, I actually have to agree with you on this one. I think he's going to go under. Uh, Tyler. Uh, Henry has, like, like good games, and he has, like, less than normal games. Uh, it's going to be a less than normal game. Give me under. Ooh. Logan. Ty. Uh, <laughs> he's going to get at least 200 all-purpose yards. Oh, wow. All right. Over. Oh, I feel the thing. Graham, you're welcome. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Logan. Yeah, I forgot. I'm, I'm helping you out, homeboy. I, for, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot this. That's uh, the Bucks I know. Twelve uh, weeks. Uh, My quarterback's on his ass on a handoff. That's the Bucks, all right. It must be prime time in Tampa. <laughs> it sure is. Wait, hold, douchebag. I can tell you from the. I can tell you from my future look that it is indeed in Tampa. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm getting it through on the CT television. <laughs> uh, How the are Catholic you Rays are straining. Oh, uh, we are in Jackson. No, Tampa. It is Tampa. Uh, moving on to uh, Logan's cat name versus the Norse Neanderthals. <laughs> Panthers. <laughs> we can say that. That doesn't sound like the just the first four letters. <laughs> <laughs> Panthers at the Vikings. Uh. Uh, both teams coming off of or like Panthers uh, with a shutout win meanwhile Vikings dropping a surprising loss to the Cowboys question for this one like with Teddy Bridgewater possibly coming back uh, but if 
if not PJ Walker will you know has been proven to be reliable um you know Panthers also have been relying heavily on Mike Davis <laughs> Davis Davis Mike Davis <laughs> but you know McCaffrey might be back for this game we'll have to see uh, and the Vikings have their star running back in Dalvin Cook uh question for this one between the two teams nope. who will score more t- total touchdowns running backs or quarterbacks uh Tyler hmm. let's start with you so wait, which am I so, answering quarterback or running back for this? So it's either well, going to be that the, is what you're answering. So the quarterbacks are or either going to throw or run, and the running backs can run it or catch it. But between the two, um, who's going to have more touchdowns? So, and yeah, like if if the quarterback if the running back has a receiving touchdown, then it goes as one in both columns. Give me receive give me running backs i was almost said receiver <laughs> wow please go- <laughs> i had uh, a logan, brain fart need- <laughs> logan we're gonna need a uh, third column now okay <laughs> yeah i want receiver <laughs> don't actually do it <laughs> damn it yay <laughs> oh, i'm gonna scroll over there's gonna be offensive tackle isn't there no, I'm just lumping them all into offensive line. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Graham. Hi. Uh, Logan. I'm going quarterback. Uh, give me... Mm, I'll do running backs. All right. <laughs> Sorry, this one gets me. <laughs> Moving on to Doo at Jaguars. <laughs> it's so insulting. So we can say that, but we can't say Cunthers? <laughs> now we can. Well, if you're just going to say... I don't think it's that bad of a word. I think it's pretty funny. Uh, Browns at the Jaguars. Jaguars in pretty much full tank mode at this point. Browns, Ooh. gosh dang it... You're making the push. You're you're Woo! doing it. You're doing it. Yeah, they're pushing out the brown. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, question for Nothing? this. Okay, best joke of the podcast. Got no response. Great, cool. Story of my life. But Logan, it's been twelve weeks of this. You should be used to that. Made at a this joke point, about yeah. defecating. <laughs> Figured that was a slam dunk home run with this demographic. Hold on, let me check. <laughs> yes, we're Stop in Tampa. It. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Great joke, Graham. You're the best. <laughs> See, this is how this podcasting thing works. <laughs> What's a podcast? Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, Browns at Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars, man, they really struggled last week, only putting up three points. Uh, however, shout out to them for getting me the point in the in this section last week. Uh, but the question for this one is, how many blah, how many Jaguars possessions will result in points? The over-under being 40%. Uh, Tyler, let's start with you. Give me the under. Uh, Logan. I will take the over by a mile landslide victory for wow. the Jaguars. Wow. Damn. You're welcome, Tyler. Tyler, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Helping everyone out this week, except uh, Steven. No hurt feelings. Wait, what? <laughs> Shut up. Because I took the because I took the Chargers. Uh, oh my God, Mike Evans is a defensive back too. The man can do it all. <laughs> uh, oh my God, he's a better 
He's a better defensive back than that Rams safety was a receiver. Uh, do I get a points damn for a straight. tackle? Uh, holy. Uh, uh, Graham, how about you? Just to make this perfectly clear, we're saying that the Jaguars either have 10 possessions or 15 possessions. And... Nope. Well, because that equates to exactly 40%. Well, that's like, if you we chose can, exactly. Well, now, if you choose tie, champ. Yeah, I yeah. know, but I mean, we're saying that the, t- that the tie for Derrick Henry also means that you need exactly 132 rushing plus receiving plus passing yards. I find it, which is also quite unlikely. I find it less likely that the Browns have get this going for them under. You mean the Jaguars? Jaguars under. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm also going with the under. <laughs> Logan, your sacrifice is. Uh, noted and we thank you for it you are all very welcome and we're good and he'll just pick up the point for it because why not uh sure moving on to the large humans at orange and black kitty cats uh jag i almost said jaguars again giants large humans. <laughs> large, large uh giants at the Bengals. um unfortunately with joe burrow out for the year the uh, Bengals would now have to turn to Ryan Finley. Logan doing some research. Apparently the average uh, number of yards thrown in Daniel Jones' uh, rookie season starts was 252. Uh, question for this one is, does Finley go over or under that or match it in the unlikely case? Logan, let's start with you on this one. Uh, I'm going under... Hmm. Graham? I'm going to go over. Lunatic. I love it. I know. Mm. Tyler. I'm also going to go over. Well, the regular asylum over here. <sighs> See, I would say, like, I guess what gets me is it's like, well, you have T. Higgins and all these guys, but it's Finley. Also the but it's also the Giants. Uh, all good points. Yeah, this, gee, I don't, give me the under, I guess. Let's go for it. Why not? All right. I just mentioned every good point about it. Give me the under. <laughs> that's the misdirection we're famous for. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, that's what that's what I was going for. Sean McVay's misdirection looks like a straightforward blank sheet of paper. <laughs> Compared to the the genius disguise that is Stephen Rollins. <laughs> uh, I am looking for a job. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sean McVay just saying. <laughs> Uh, moving on to Redbirds at Americans circa 1776. <laughs> uh, Cardinals at the Patriots. Um, both, you know, both teams coming off disappointing losses, looking to change their fortunes, especially if the Cardinals want to stay in the playoff hunt. Uh, Patriots at this point on the outside looking in for the first time in a very long time. Uh, both teams apparently have a turnover differential of zero. Uh, New England has taken away 12 and given 12. Arizona's 15 of 15. Which team will have the higher differential after this game? Uh, Logan, how about you start? Uh, I'm going to say uh, neither. I think there's an even turnover differential by each team in this game. Hmm. I will go with the Cardinals having a higher one. Tyler. I'm going to say Cardinals as well, because why not? And Graham. I'm going to join Logan with neither. Ooh. A double tie. 
Also, Logan, That's phenomenal me. questions this week. Just, you kick Thank ass, you. dude. Great job. I try. I do what I can. Every now and then hmm. I actually feel like doing research instead of just asking the same five questions over and over again. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Thank is you. That, is that why we have a Derrick Henry question this week? <laughs> uh, it's possible. Oh, tremendous. Moving on to the aquatic mammals at military equipment. <laughs> Dolphins at Jets. Uh, congratulations to the Jets for being the first mathematically eliminated team from NFL playoff contention this season. Congratulations, uh, Jets. Everyone knew you could host and you proved everyone right. Everyone believed so far, you. And so far, you're keeping Tyler's prediction accurate. Woo! Uh, actually, Logan, I'll let you explain this because the, the divisional game part actually kind of intrigues me. Sure. So the Jets have a point differential this season of something like negative 150. Okay. And the Dolphins have a, a point difference this season of like positive 60-something. So if you can, uh, on a per-game basis, they've each played 10 games. So the Jets have averaged a loss of 15 points in each game. The Dolphins have averaged a victory of 6 points in each game. Uh... So I combined those for a 21-point difference. Oh, okay. And then oh, I took yeah. off a touchdown because it's a divisional game because they're usually closer. So now yeah, it's that... 15 plus 6 minus 7 is now 14. That That's where I got confused by. So, yep. All right. So uh, the question so... is, how much do the Jets lose by over under 14? All right. The end part's very simple. The math leading up to it's very complex. That, that's I. It was the taking off a TD for the divisional game that I was sitting there right. just questioning. I mean, it just doesn't seem right, as bad as the Jets are, to give them 21 points in a divisional game. That's, I mean, could they lose fair. by 21 points? Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, shoot, they're only giving Miami a 7 line. So even the wow. even the sports bettors are sitting there like, uh, I don't know. This could be the um, week they break through. Yeah. Wow. In which case, we'll all be wrong. Yeah. But Tyler, let's start with you. I think the Jets put all they could into last week as a last saving grace, uh, and now they're just going to go full tank mode. Um, I'm going to pick the over on this one. Hmm. That's okay. Logan. You cannot tackle Robert Woods. Um, I'll take the under. I say they lose by fewer than yeah. 14 points. Uh, Graham. The Jets get their first win this week. Under. <laughs> there wasn't a selection for that. There sure is. But it is That's under, under 14. fourteen points. But he's it saying that because it is higher than negative fourteen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I need more fingers. Think about, think about how you question. Think about how you phrase this question. You're saying how much did it. the Jets lose by? He phrased it. The oh. Jets are going to win, and a victory is a loss of fewer than fourteen points because the differential, instead of being negative, is positive. Matt Gay is on the Rams? Sure is. Shout out to you, Matt Gay. Steven's known that for the last five months. <laughs> Give me the under. All right. Uh, moving on to losers of Super Bowl 37. Yes, I can read Roman numerals correctly. Uh, visiting the Dirty Birds. Raiders at the Falcons. Uh, man, Falcons did not put up a... Uh, a convincing a performance against a Taysom Hill-led Saints. Uh, offense kind of sputtered. Meanwhile, 
Raiders, I feel like they did all they could, but you literally were playing Patrick Mahomes. So you ended up losing. Sorry about that. Uh, but for this week, which team will get more offensive yards? Uh, I will start. Give me the Raiders. Uh, Logan. I will also say Raiders. Tyler. I'm also saying Raiders. And Graham. Give me the hook. There's no Falcons. Hawks Falcons, in this God game. God damn it. Jesus <laughs> I'll see you next year, everyone. God damn fucking Atlanta bird team. Get back here. We have five more games. Um, moving on to the Aints at the Ponies. <laughs> like, which one's the Aints, I wonder? Nah, it's Saints. <laughs> Saints at the Broncos. Uh, congratulations to Denver for halting Tua's unbeaten start. Uh, and Taysom Hill, congratulations on doing a <laughs> no. What did Taysom Hill do? <laughs> uh, leading his team to a victory. Taysom looking to make his record two and zero while Breeze continues to uh, rest, recover from his injury. Meanwhile, Melvin Gordon uh, brought into Denver to be the new workhorse running back. <laughs> workhorse Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> Got myself on Great that one. one. Boss. Thanks. Uh, meanwhile, uh-huh. only has see that's how this podcasting thing works. You make a joke and people <laughs> laugh at it. <laughs> sure. Uh, but meanwhile, Melvin Gordon only has six rushing touchdowns uh, through nine games, uh, with an additional receiving touchdown. Uh, question for this one: w- uh, Between Taysom Hill and Melvin Gordon, who has more touchdowns? Logan, starting with you. Taysom Hill by, like, at least three. (laughs) I agree. Tyler? Give me Taysom Hill. And Graham? Give me Taysom. I was really contemplating Ty. (laughs) I had my cursor over the Ty box. Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Moving on to the the Gold Diggers at the Sheeple slash Ibex, if you ask Logan. Uh, 49ers at the Rams, another tough divisional game. Uh, 49ers, you know, it, unfortunately, uh, Oh, I not... thought this was Kanye West versus the Democrats. Oh my God. <laughs> oh man. Sorry. Give me Kanye. Oh, this, like Logan loving the math on this one. Do you want to explain this one? Um, yeah, sure. So... The Rams' defense this season has been quite good, allowing opponents only 1.51 points per drive for the entire season. The San Francisco offense has been pretty average, averaging 2.30 yard, I'm sorry, 2.30 points per offensive drive. So how many points will San Francisco score per drive in this game? Over under at 1.8. Uh Give me the under. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the under on this one. Uh, Logan. Um, I'll take the over. Graham? I'm gonna say they go over. And Tyler? Taking the under. Hey. <laughs> I mean, let's just, let's just talk about the suck queef game. The suck queef game? <laughs> no, 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 Graham, please, it's the queef that the sucks. <laughs> Uh, Queefs that sucks. Chiefs at the... 
It just seems so I like how Steven's to... like, okay, two people said that. Now I'm good. <laughs> no, it's, I just think it's like I think it's freaking funny that like this team is like literally one of the best in the NFL. And we're calling them the fucking queefs. <laughs> to everybody, man. Sure. Uh... What do you mean, sure? You really burned up the Colts with the horseshoes. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Graham's submission of the young hung horses didn't quite make the list. <laughs> sorry, everybody. Steven was too modest. He went with flaming thumbtacks versus the horseshoes. I was too modest. You said it first. What do you mean? I've said all of them first. I said the Cunters. You wouldn't say the Cunters. I've said young hung horses. You still haven't said that yet. Your first, your first suggestion for Titans Colts was flaming thumbtacks versus horseshoes. I changed it to the hot titties, and then you decided, like, oh. No, that was uh, Graham changed it to nope. the young hung horses. No, I and... did change it to young hung horses. <laughs> oh, boys, boys, nothing. we're all pretty. I'm not. I'm pretty all right. I'm pretty I'm no heated. I'm in Jordan, but I'm all right. I'm taking uh. Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> So more pass attempts by Kansas City. Got it. <laughs> Logan, how about you? Um, I will take the Buccaneers because, as is plainly obvious, Bucks are gonna get go down big early and have to throw. <laughs> Graham, I'm going to take the Chiefs because Tampa is going to rout them in this game. Well, that's thanks for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> every time I think uh, every time I've bet on the Bucks, they've won. Wow, both of them. So you're choosing the, you bet on the Bucks, but you pick the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, because Kansas City will have to throw more. Yeah, I see. Typically, teams that win don't throw the ball more than fifty times. <laughs> uh, I like Logan's logic. Give me the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, I hate the Bucks. Genius. <laughs> Brilliant. That's some investigative uh, reporting you typically only get from the spirit of Al Michaels. <laughs> no one has right. a good Al Michaels impression. I don't even know how to do it. He's just just, a, just go a... a bit higher than Kermit the Frog. Higher than Kermit the Frog is already all the way up here. <laughs> And Kermit the Frog is up in this register, and it sounds like Young Davy. Oh my god. I, I said higher, and Kermit went, hey. <laughs> oh, hello. My name is Kermit the Frog here. I oh sound just god. like Al Michaels. <laughs> what do you think, Chris? Oh. Uh, now here's a guy who sounds like Kermit the Frog. Extra, <laughs> extra. Uh, I must accuse you there, Chris. I sound like a deeper Kermit the Frog. We sound oh, totally well, um, different. I need the title of this episode to have something to do with Al Michaels and Kermit the Frog. Uh, <laughs> something about the Thanksgiving Day Parade, why not? <laughs> like, I ain't never seen uh, either one of them in the same room together. I'm just saying. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, moving 
I was like, two more games, guys. We're almost there. I swear. I like that we try to keep this episode short. <laughs> yeah, it didn't I happen. I know! As soon we, as the Jersey we... talk happened, I'm like, I'm going to have to cut so much anyway. Let's just keep going. <sighs> Before we started, we were like, oh, we're going to try to go under two hours. Like, that'll be great. Oh, yeah, we're, for it's sure. It's end up be being close easy. to two hours after all the editing. Yeah, we're at 225 right now. <sighs> I'm cutting that for time, right. so the audience won't even know. All right. <laughs> Moving on to Teddy's at the Cheeseheads. Bears at Packers for a good old-fashioned Sunday night football game. You know, it, unfortunately, the Bears, with the possible injury to Nick Foles, might have to turn to Tyler Bray at the quarterback, or it might just have to be uh, Mitch Trubisky, uh, or maybe Nick Foles gets healthy. We're not entirely sure. Either way, uh, given their quarterback situation, how many times will the Bears have to run the ball? Will it be over or under half the amount of times they pass? Graham, start with you on this one. Well, I anticipate the Bears will be down 14 nothing before we hit 14 minutes left in the first quarter. So I don't think the Bears will get a chance to run the ball. <laughs> I just did the math on that. Uh, oh, man. Uh, it'll be uh, under half the amount of time they pass. <sighs> uh, Tyler, how about you? Ty. <laughs> There we go. Yeah. Logan? I'm saying under half. I agree. And wrapping up the segment for Monday Night Football, the Ocean Avians at the NFC least leaders, in quotation marks, Seahawks going to Philadelphia. Uh, Seahawks have had an improved defensive effort, but even with the improvements, uh, they allow 435 yards per game. Meanwhile, Phil is... Philly is averaging 330 yards per game on offense. Uh, will Philly go over or under 380 uh, pat, or 380 yards in this game? Offensive I will start, yards. and I say under. Just to be clear, it's only offensive yards. It's not defense or special teams yes, or the bus ride is, to the stadium. Yes, offensive yards. <laughs> only offensive. Just need We need to be clear on this podcast. Logan, how about you? Um, I'll say over. Ooh, Graham. Uh, give me the over. And Tyler. I've taken the under. All right. That will conclude uh, episode 12 of the Internet Football Podcast. As always, thank you all for joining me. This has been a lot of fun. I agree. This is, yeah. this is one of my favorite episodes we've done. <laughs> We did it's not been pretty do great. standing for either of these. Uh, you're correct. This was well, the episode of Funnies Over Facts. Which oh, I'm going to I'm gonna take I'm to mean that I'm leading both by a wide margin. Oh man, I'm sorry. I, for, I will update y'all on the official game picks just because I got a little behind <clears> this week. <throat> I can at least tell you for... I, Graham's leading. Oh, That's about all I can say. Uh, at least for At least for Fitzmagic picks... I'm currently at 65, Graham's at 63, Tyler's at 55, Logan's at 52. Ayo. Woo! All right. Uh, but we will be back, assuming that the NFL doesn't crumble in the next week for episode 13. Uh, and we hope to see you then. Bye, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Bye!